Hey folks, Eric Levine from Two Cops, One Donut. Want something better than Ring, Arlo, Ring, or any of the other quick launch home security systems? I've been having trouble with my Ring products. They don't read license plates on moving vehicles, the link doesn't connect fast enough to my phone, and I'm tired of getting notifications only to see like a glimpse of something that set it off. I was reached by a veteran-owned business called Agent Security. The owner, staff, all veterans or former cops, they're Kind of like the Chick-fil-A of customer service when it comes to security. They have a system that does everything companies like Ring do and more. They have pivoting cameras that track day or night. They can also read license plates and catch high-definition details that will lead police more effectively to catching the offender. Their mission is providing the best home security systems to their customers. All you have to do is start the conversation to protect our most valuable assets, our families. They listen to your needs and come up with perfect customized security solutions to protect what matters to you most. You can contact them by phone at 713-962-3558 or email info at agentsecurity.com or visit their website, agentsecurity.com. That's A-G-E-I-N-T-S-E-C-U-R-I-T-Y.com. They serve the greater Houston area, North Texas, and more. Be sure to tell them that Eric Levine from Two Cops, One Donut sent you. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Impact Tactical. Impact is a tactical outfitter for the men and women of our military, police, fire departments, and other public safety around the country. Impact's core beliefs is that fearless men and women protect our freedom and safety should have access to the best tactical performance apparel, equipment, and tools on the market. And they shouldn't have to go broke to get it. I've used Impact for about 11 years, and I can attest that they do live up to their core values. So you get a personal recommendation from me. You can find them at impacttactical.com. That's M-P-A-K tactical.com. And be sure to tell them that Two Cops, One Donut sent you. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by HRH Combat Arms. They can turn your vision into reality. They specialize in gunsmithing and Cerakoting. Your Cerakote specialist is Air Force veteran and retired police sergeant Paul Ware, a.k.a. the Sarge. He can Cerakote your firearms, auto parts, tools, even your sports equipment. This veteran-owned business is located at 5025 Saunders Suite, 103, Fort Worth, Texas, 76119. You can call them at 682-304-0363. And you can find them online at www.hrhcombatarms.com. That's www.hrhcombatarms.com. All right, welcome back. I am your host, Eric Levine, two cops, one donut. Special guest today, Tim Labatsky. Hey, you got it. Got it. All right. Tim is the owner, founder, creator of the Patriot-Owned Business um, Association? Patriot-Owned Business? Thing? Group? I don't know what to call it. There's so many names. There are so many names. Some are really bad. Some people really hate your guts. Yeah, but that's okay, though. I know. I hate. I think that Chad Prather guy really hates you, too. Yeah, he's kind of a bitch. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you can you can fucking swear on this show. <laughs> we drink, we swear. Speaking of drinking, let's um let's kick this off right at eleven AM. Um It is Texas. It is Texas. And this is a Patriot owned bourbon. It is. America. Yes. America. I would have never heard of this bourbon had it not been for Tim. Um he Got me involved in the Patriot owned business stuff. Um, I got your. Oh, thank you. Yes. Your my little, Your bitch blanket for your bourbon there. It is. I mean, if I was uh, a police officer or a Marine, then I could probably do it without. 
<laughs> so um, typically, my guests are military, first responders, um, somebody involved in the criminal justice system, somebody that's been scorned by the criminal justice system. I've had a guy on here, Aaron Dyson. He was wrongly convicted for 24 years out of a 53-year sentence. Wow. I think actually I read about that. Yeah. So um, the the point of the podcast is is bridging the gaps and, and talking about um, problems we see um, in the community or problems we see with policing. Obviously, policing is kind of where I push it because that's my expertise. Um, how we can improve those things. We do all of this while trying to avoid politics and religion and all, you know, try to subvert some of that stuff. And yeah, we were both luck. talking. We, we, yeah, we're both, um, still employed, uh, through, um, different means than the podcast and in the Patriot owned business. Um, for me, I really have to watch my P's and Q's cause I can be fired from my job. If I say anything that makes my department look bad. So it's always a, it's always a, um, a balance. I don't have to worry about that too much. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You're in construction and what kind of construction do you specialize in? Uh, we do, uh, the company I work for, which thank goodness that they are in the same beliefs that we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we do reconstruction to where we go in and rebuild homes that have been flooded or fired damage which kind of going back to the military thing our biggest um supporter is usa insurance oh yep. man okay i yep. had i always go back and forth i'm a i'm an insurance whore i i like whoever's giving me the best deal at the well, time well that is definitely a different whore than i've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah i go i go i go around you know i just let the insurance companies use me and abuse me for the cheapest price <laughs> So, um, well, USA might not be the cheapest and this is definitely no plug for USAA, but they definitely take care of their, uh, clients. Well, you can plug away. Um, I am a big fan of USA. Matter of fact, I had them when I was still active duty because I thought you had to. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what they teach you, right? Yeah. Yeah. That they, Navy federal. Yeah. And, and they make it seem like you have to be military to, to get USAA, but that's not true. And that's. Going back to what you said, and we kind of talked about it earlier, is I come from a huge military family. Yeah. Um, my grandfather, uh, my grandmother, my mother, my father, and my two sons were all in the military. I tried, but I was, you know, 18 years old and thought I was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Tried to get in the Marine Corps, couldn't do it, and then just backed out from the rest of it. Oh, which really? I regret that to this day. I wish I would have followed through with that a little bit more. It's funny you say that. Um a lot of cops that I talk to, that is their regret. All of them. Like, everyone I talk to that didn't do the military, they're like, oh, I wish I would. Even my own dad, he's like, you know, that's my biggest regret. I wish I would have done it. And I'm like, I being somebody that's done it, I'm like, you don't understand. Like, what you're doing, you're serving just as much, if not more, here being a first responder. And it's not that you couldn't have served in the military. It's just, you chose a different way to do it. So I try to get people, it's like me, I was air force. I, I look at my own oh, career. I'm, that's why you had Coke here. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I look at my career and I signed up during a time of war, never deployed, never went anywhere, stayed at my base. And I felt like I didn't serve. 
I'm still in now, but I do the reserves now. And I get that feeling, but that's just perspective. Like, I served. I just served in a different way. But the point to that, and we could talk about this like you're talking about your cameras. We could talk about this for hours. That It's not that you went into a war zone or you you know, had to do anything that was dangerous. It's the fact that you, that you knew when you signed up that that was a huge possibility. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it was never, Hey, you know, put me over here, you know, in this country club. Cause I'm scared. You yeah. already knew that yeah. as soon as you raised your hand, that yeah. wrong hand, this hand <laughs> that, well, the mic was in the way, right. Okay. That it could happen. Yeah. You know, nobody yeah. goes in going, send me to a war zone. No, there's some nut jobs that do that. Mostly Marines. Mostly Marines. That's right. I could see that. Yeah. They're the crayon eaters, right? Yes. Okay. And they're usually just one color crayon. (laughs) Green and bullets. That's (laughs) right. So shout out to my Marine guys. There you go. (laughs) You know, and a a real quick story, and then we can go on to what you want to talk about is my, um, I had twins and they both went into the army. Um, oh, fuck. How old were you? I was old. You're I'm not going to give away my age. <laughs> okay. But they're 23 now, so if you put it in a perspective, okay. then you know where I'm at. I was just trying to figure out if you, you were if you were young enough that you were like, what the fuck happened? Or were you old enough? You're like, okay, that's cool. We can handle it. It was both. It was both. It was oh, both. Okay. It was cool. Oh, wait, two? Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I guess we're done. Um, yes, <laughs> that word. That's it. Game yeah. over. Um, so he was stationed at um, in San Angelo okay. for his AIT. And he knew that when they would come back for the base or anybody would come in, and this is no nothing against you, but when the Air Force people were guarding the gate, uh-huh. not that they felt insecure, but they knew when the Marines were up there that nobody was getting through. Oh, geez. Nothing against the Air Force. Don't give me that. We're the best gatekeepers (laughs) out there. You know why? Because you cannot predict us. We could be sleeping back to back. We could all be away from our post, hanging out at somebody else's post. We're just so unpredictable that you, that was literally, we had captured an enemy. This is an old story in the Air Force, uh, security forces. So that's the ones that watch the gate for, for the Air Force, the security forces. That's what I do. And uh, oh, see, so I yeah, yeah, I kind of rubbed that in. A oh, little bit. Yeah, no, but <laughs> it's funny that you say that because, um, one we had captured an enemy, I can't remember if it was Vietnam era or later, but we captured an enemy and they were interviewing them and stuff. And like, why you know, you guys look like you were trying to mobilize an attack, why didn't you attack? And they said, because your sentries are too unpredictable, we couldn't, we couldn't get a a bead on their habits. And so they went around and they started interviewing all the security forces guys. And the truth started coming out. Yeah. They couldn't get their habits down because they were never doing their fucking job the right way. They were hanging out. at one point. <laughs> And so now anytime like a, a troop gets in trouble for whatever, and they're like, they'll, they'll refer back to that story. They're like, we're just trying to be unpredictable. We're just- Hey, it works, right? Hey, whatever. But one one thing to your credit, though, that he did say was they would always sneak into the Air Force chow, chow because they had the best. Best food, baby. Yep. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we trained. And that's coming from an Army guy, so he wasn't 
a Marine Corps. So they yeah, both the Army out. and the Marines have even the Navy has shit food. Actually, I heard the Navy's is the worst because it's got to be stored on a ship. So I'm sure food the first couple weeks out to sea is probably good. Yeah. But all that other stored food crap probably sucks. I'm getting yep. some. But obviously, the most respect for every branch of the military. I mean, my hat is off to each and every one of you, and I do thank you for your service. Oh, thanks. I mean, you're worth it, sir. <laughs> well, thank you for that. That's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> it's hard to come up with a, you know, because when people thank you for your service, one, it's kind of awkward, and two, because most people don't sign up to be thanked for their service. They sign up because they felt a duty to do so. Although with the inv- invention of TikTok and Instagram, I think a lot of people signed up to be thanked for their service. Exactly. It's <laughs> definitely a different military now than it was. Yes. And, and don't get me wrong. If it's a morale booster for them, I'm all about it. But it's just weird to see these TikToks of them being very uh, undisciplined. It, it not in an, a time that they need to be disciplined. They don't. They don't need to have military bearing, you know, while they're sitting at their desk. But doing these dances and 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 stuff like, like that's kind of the, the military I grew up in. Though never fucking flew. No. I mean, I'm I'm from the era that we had to. You see this uniform behind me. Anybody listening? I have a uniform on the back of my computer chair that I sit in. One because this computer chair is disgusting <laughs> it is it's so old it's like the it's got the fake leather and it's like flaking you know what i mean awesome corinthian <laughs> leather yes so um i keep my old bdu top on there to one do that and two to kind of show off that i was old school military where we had to shine our boots still yep there was um, no no discussion no no yeah. Always the of course you're part of it. You already know this because you probably, I know you're older than my sons, but the hurry up and wait. Yeah. Oh fuck. That's still that's still a thing. Yep. Hurry up and wait. Um. So but, see, we went off on a tangent. That's part of the show, though. That's what's fun. You know, there's going to be military guys listening to this and going, "Yep, fuck yep, yep, yep." And yeah, this is again. coming from somebody somebody that never served. <laughs> see. Obviously, he grew up with a lot of military. Uh, yes, yeah. I mean, can't you tell? Uh, yes. So, okay, let's 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 branch off of that and steer the ship back uh, to where we were going to go with this. POB, Patriot Owned Businesses. You started this thing. Why did you start it? What is it? What? No, no, no. Let's go back. Let's let's let's. I want people to understand who little Timmy was, where he came from. <laughs> <laughs> little Timmy and and how he how he got to where he's at. So where are you from? And you know, like what school would you go to and all that good stuff? I grew up actually in Palmer, Texas. Palmer, yeah, okay. it's about this big. I never heard of it. So. Yeah, that's. But I'm not a native, so. Oh, well, that's okay. I actually I'm not either. Okay. I was born in Michigan. So was I. Yep. Where at Flint? No, St. Joe's. Really? Hospital. Yeah. Well, I was born in Ann Arbor. Okay, so. You saw this? Did you see the flag on the front of my? I did. I've seen that. Yes, yeah, yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. That Michigan. Yep. Yeah, you been, baby. Yep. That's what's up. So we grew up in the same spot. Yeah, right? So we're both transplants. We are transplants. Yep. Um, I think we lived there till I was about five. Moved to the great epic Palmer, Texas. Which the funny thing is, we actually live on, or we, my parents now live on Green Acres Drive. It's the place to be. It, exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> the kids aren't going to get that. No, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but look it up. Google it. Okay. But they, um, they've lived there their whole life. That's where I lived. I had actually went to high school in Waxahachie, Texas. Okay. And then made a bounce. Michigan, Texas. Michigan, Texas. Oh. Uh, my dad owned his own business. My grandfather, which lived in Michigan, um, owned his own business. And both of them failed because of situations with society. Um, the Michigan one was obviously when the plants closed down, then he was done. They, it was lighting companies, light yep. fixtures, and they supplied to new homes. <clears throat> so my grandfather lost his, um, which I knew that from when I was younger. And then my father opened up a business like that here in Texas, actually in Cedar Hill and was doing great. Opened one in DeSoto. Then the Texas economy and housing market went, Oh, nobody paid their bills. So he was out. And this is obviously a long time ago, but I still remember this day seeing my parents sitting at the table mm -hmm. and discussing not just what our future was, but his concern with his employees. Oh, and that hit me pretty hard. Yeah. You know, even being younger, it's like, so it's not just, you know, about me or my mother. Yeah. It's about the people that, he sees every day. Yeah. He knows the family. What's going to happen? Yeah. And without them, the business can't succeed anyway. Yep. Yeah. So that ended up, you know, gone and my dad got a job, you know, so on and so forth. Um, so most of my life was here in Texas. Okay. You know, growing up, seeing stuff like that. And then as I got older, um, I actually owned my own company too, a vape shop. Really? Yeah. I can I can see that. When it first started. Yeah. You know, the big yeah. thing. Before he fucked up a bunch of like teenagers. I got out before that. <laughs> what would they call that <laughs> shit right. along the pox or something like that in their lungs? Uh, oh, popcorn. Popcorn lung. lung. Yeah. yeah. Because they were doing it 24-7. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just. Yeah. Like breathing it. Yeah. But instead of air. Yeah. Uh, so I sold it. Um, I think since I sold it, it failed, but. Seeing the way small businesses are treated mm -hmm. um, through this, I've obviously seen it since I was, you know, a young child. Yeah. You know, again, my grandfather being a veteran, my dad being a veteran, uh, my grandfather was, stories I hear now that he passed, was a large influence in World War II. Oh. Bigger than I ever thought. Really? Yes. That's badass. And never spoke of it. Oh. Came back. I've only heard it from my grandmother and my father since my grandfather passed, but of what he hearing of what he did for our country and then coming back and losing his only source of income mm -hmm. has always been like a thorn. Yeah. You know, in my side. Yeah. So that's, that's how my idea of PO. Well, I can't say my idea, but I've always had that, you know, yeah. in my head. It was a driving factor. Yes. Yeah, I was a part of, um, for the VA hospital, uh, I think it was called something like No Veteran Dies Alone, and is basically hanging out in the hospice ward for veterans that had no family left. Well, I was only there for one veteran ever, the whole time I was in the program, because most of them had family. So, I mean, that was a positive, but the one guy I was there for 
Um, he ended up being on the History Channel. They had done a thing about him, and he was a World War II B-52 bomber, and he's one of those guys that would tell you, you know, it's like, I didn't make a lot of friends because I knew they were going to die. And, you know, it just in his his room was surrounded with all his history and memorabilia that he had kept. He's basically like um, Tom Hanks was in the Green Mile. He yep. just outlived everybody. And so that was kind of neat. But, yeah, I was there for that guy um, when he the day that he died. And I cannot think of his name off the top of my head, which is sad. But, um you know, that's good that you could have that kind of a personal story, especially from that era. Yeah, because you don't get to talk to World War II no. vets. The only thing that I ever got out of my grandfather was I remember going to their house and there was a Japanese sword on the wall. Oh, no. And a Japanese that's flag. awesome. And I would say, hey, where'd you get where'd that? you get that? I bought it. Full of shit. And then my dad would be like, he didn't buy that. No. And I'd say, well, where'd you get it from? He goes, he hasn't even told me. Oh, so after, and he actually, he also had a, um, I don't remember what Japanese gun it was that they had brought back. Mm -hmm. So, and I'll make this very quick, but, um, when he passed away, speaking with my grandmother, he had picked those up off the battlefield. Yeah. And him and his crew, he was in, um, he was a signal corps. Mm -hmm. So they were monitoring Japanese, um, Talking back and forth in yeah. um, Guam. Is it Guam? Yeah, there's Guam. I think it was yeah. Guam. So they heard there was 300-something Marines that were on land that were going to a forward position, and the Japanese tanks were going to attack them. Yeah, those little, the mini tanks they had. Yes. Yeah. The guy that was with my grandfather spoke Japanese and made the two tank companies fire on each other. Which saved the Marines' lives because instead Holy. of shooting the Marines, they killed each other. That's nuts. Yep. Yeah. I I heard up until at least the eighties they had there were abandoned tanks that still had skeletons and stuff in them. Yep. Like that's nuts. Philippines, that's what it was. Not Guam it was in the Philippines. Oh, it was in the Philippines. Yep. Okay. I was yep. say I know Guam as well. because um, it got the was that the Panama Canal and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. So So that I, was a cool little story my grandmother told me about. That's awesome. You know what my grandpa kind of went through? Did you get the sword? I don't know what happened to those. I think she might actually still have those. That's awesome. Is she still alive? She is. Holy shit. They're very um, very active on Facebook at 95 years old. Oh, fuck. And when I say active, I mean bathroom selfies. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah, she's a, she's a trooper. That's awesome. Yep. Dang. If I lived that long, that's... I hope I'm that like that. I don't want to be 95 and hunched over and can't move. I don't think I'll be doing bathroom selfies, though. Fuck it. You're 95. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Right. <laughs> right. I may do whatever the hell I want at 95. Right. I'm probably going to start stealing by the time I'm 80. I hey, might as well. I'm just going to go into stores and be like, I want this. I'm going to take it. Yeah, I got dementia or something. Yeah, I don't know fine. what I'm doing. Yeah. It, just, just for kicks. I mean, how <laughs> right. else are you going to get a thrill at 85, 80, hey. 90, you know? Hey, do your like bathroom selfies? Yeah, at I mean, yeah. If the bathroom selfies work, but if they don't, I gotta start going criminal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. She's even a member of patron-owned businesses. No shit. And she'll post. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, that's it's cool legit. as hell, man. Yeah. So, all right, you get. And there we go, getting off track again. No, there's no such thing as off track. 
<laughs> not on here. That's why these podcasts go two, three, four hours. Uh, right. Yeah. Just because I go where the conversation leads because it's fun. That's why I like doing this. But um, you you get the idea. You get this going. How did you develop and what was the premise of Patriot-owned business? You know, and it's there's always a silver lining behind every cloud. Uh, the pandemic sucked. Oh, yeah. The pandemic's what kicked off this podcast. The pandemic is what kicked off POB. Okay. Which is Patriot-owned business for anybody asking. Yeah. It's not Patriot-owned businesses, or is it Patriot-owned It's Patriot-owned businesses. Yes. That's yep. where I get confused online because yep. I'm like, is, is it, it business? business or businesses? It's multiple. <laughs> yes. Plural. It's plural. POBs. Yes. <laughs> um, so there was a restaurant right by where we live that we frequented at least two times a week. Okay. Always. We knew them. No big deal. So 2020 hits. Um, no um, lockdowns. Just you could tell what was coming. You know, everybody's wearing masks or whatever they want to do. We walk in. Our table is probably from me to that camera. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, and we've seen him multiple times. You can't come in without a mask. So I'm not wearing a mask. There's I'm going right there. You have to have a mask on. I'm not wearing a mask, but I'm going right there. And when I get there, I'm taking it off. If I even had one. Right, to eat. Yeah, <laughs> so he says, you have to leave or I'm calling the police. <laughs> so I said, you know what? I'm out. Okay. So I get in the truck and Shannon's with me and I'm getting very mad. Yeah. And sometimes if you don't know me personally, my madness is usually for no reason. And mm. it comes out stupid. So she's like, it's up to you. You do whatever you think you need to do. So I'm like, all right, we're going to go to Kroger's right next door, which if you're from Plano, you probably know what restaurant I'm talking about right now. Um, we walk in. There's four people in there. I get about halfway through the store. A guy comes up about two feet from my face and says, you have to leave because you're not wearing a mask. I'm like, I just went through this over there. There's nobody here. We're getting dinner to go make it. You're telling me I have to leave. There's nobody here. Well, somebody complained. Who? Who? There's nobody in here. If you don't leave, I'm calling the cops. I said, all right, I'm out. I got in my truck, looked to where they do the delivery service. Mm -hmm. Three Kroger employees were sitting in there with no mask on. Oh, of course. So I called Kroger's corporate and said, hey, I don't want to get these three people in trouble. So I understand what they're doing, but I just got kicked out of your store by a guy that was in my face. And I'm looking at three of your employees not wearing a mask. What's their names? I don't know. I'm not getting them in trouble. I'm telling you what I just went through. Yeah. Well, here's a $5 gift card. So Shannon comes out. I am so mad (laughs) that I was fuming. She goes, you just got to do something. So out of my anger... I said, I'm going home. I'm getting on Facebook and I'm making a group where people like me can go somewhere and not have to worry about this. Okay. So she goes, do it. So I'm like, all right. So I invite my family and my friends and places we knew we could go to and not have to worry about it. So we had 30 or 40 members. In one day, we were camping. It went from about 150 to over 1,000. Damn. In one day. I'm like, I think we have something here. Yeah. Because people are responding to what we're building. 
There's nothing better than a company built out of, you know, ideology and happiness, but it's even better when it's out of spitefulness, revenge, and pissed offness. Yep. <laughs> and I agree a, a thousand percent. Now what do we got? 13,500 members? Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, and that's, I'm, I'm a Star Wars nerd. Yes. I'm a, I'm a dark side guy. It's all Darth Vader stuff over here. So. See? The, we're all on the dark side. That's right. And yeah. that's actually how I met you. That's it's right. It's through POB. Yeah. I mean, look. You got P.O.B. cups. I do. I do. Um, I have. I'm mad at myself because I had one of the patches <laughs> and through soundproofing this place I, I, by soundproofing. I added a blanket to this table. <laughs> I, I when you got here, I doused blankets all over my stuff. I added this rug in here because um, this was an echo chamber. Hey, it's place. very chic. It's yeah. Is that the right word? I, I would say quaint and hot. <laughs> Because the AC does not do enough in this room. I have a vent. It just doesn't do enough. I'm going to get one of those. Um, I can't remember what they call it. But it's like a ventless AC unit. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. I, yeah. I'm going to get one of those eventually. They're like three grand though. But yeah, it gets so hot in this room. Um, the lights aren't helping. So, right. Yeah. But um, yeah, that shoot. What are you up to now? Because it's. You've got at least 30,000 people, don't you? I don't know how many you have. Well, because we're spread across in the face. You know, Facebook is our biggest draw. Right. Um, but we have the website, which we can't really calculate mm-hmm. to an extent what we see yeah. you know, on the website. Um, our, our pull to what I can see is we're in 47 or 48 states mm-hmm. with members across that and it's not just individuals it's businesses yeah which is probably up to about 700 maybe 750 businesses across you know yeah. the united states and it, it grows every day yeah i mean i've met yeah. so many amazing people doing this that have helped yeah you know just seeing where it's at over which our two-year anniversary is in october okay um and we're gonna have a party check it out on facebook nice um it's just every day it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And not just because we do have a lot of members, like you said, that aren't on Facebook mm-hmm. that come to our events or where we're going to be at. Yeah. Um, they're like, hey, you know, I'm following this person that knows you from TikTok. Yeah. You know, they're not even part of the. Right. You know, part of the group, I brought, which is awesome. I brought a Marine to the Prather comedy show. That yes. You, that POB. That was awesome. That was fun. That was a good time. Yeah. Very yeah. surprising there when he decided that he wanted to sing me a song. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. And I'm going to have to return that favor to him one day. Yeah. It got a little inappropriate. Yeah. Well, which I mean, made it funnier. You know, there's there's bromances in the world. Yeah. And me and that. Chad might have one, Ooh. you know. And he's slimming down lately, I've noticed. He's that. doing that for me. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody has to a little have more pillow reasons. appeal, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> right. uh, that's funny, and he'll be here the sixteenth. I think I'm having him on. Um, he cost me a sponsorship. You told me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that you know when you say stuff like that, it shows that what you're doing is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, you, you wouldn't sponsor me because I'm going to have this person on. In my show, if anybody watches, they know I don't get into politics, which I get. Chad is deep into politics, but that's not why he's coming on here. We're going to talk about 
policing stuff and his comedy stuff and how comedy bridges the gap between uh i mean he is a business his business yep. and the people and police and stuff like that so we'll gear it towards that you know that's the pre- that's even the the biggest premise of pob is it doesn't matter if you own a restaurant a gas station your podcast yeah chad pray through what he does it's still a business mm-hmm. you know and while he was running for governor we got hammered a little bit because they're saying you're supporting him as a governor. No, I'm supporting him as a small business. Uh, yeah. I I have nothing to do with my political views or my own. Yeah. I have never posted political views on POB. Right. If you want to ask me, then go over to my personal page. Mm-hmm. But Chad Prather is a member of Patriot Owned Businesses. He runs a business. He has the just as much right to post about his business yeah. As you do about your podcast or the guy down the street about his restaurant, that's his prerogative. Yeah. And yes, I'm going to support him because he has supported, and this is not the Chad Prather show, by the way, <laughs> which I'm not Chad Prather, in case you were asking. <laughs> um, he has supported Patriot-owned businesses a lot, more than he would ever have to. Right. And through that, I became, you know, to an extent, a personal friend, you know, talking with them outside of this and what you see and what you hear is Chad Prather. Yeah. It doesn't change. He doesn't take his, you know, headphones off or shuts the mic off. And all of a sudden he's this arrogant asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not him. Yeah. So what he speaks is the truth. Mm -hmm. And I've always respected that. Yeah. And for him to put so much effort, which he doesn't have to, into patriot owned businesses yeah has been exciting to us and we appreciate everything that he does yeah he's got a huge platform too so yes. that is that's the cool part is it's bringing a lot of attention to it and now that i'm in the class of small business owner which i never intended to be and you are and, and make sure when you're on facebook on patriot owned businesses to like <laughs> two cops one donut yes yes please <laughs> Which um, that's weird that I'm saying that on your show, but yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm gonna make that the clip, like because I, I try. I've been lately. I've been trying to do like um, I don't a hype clip, basically like a real cool part of a show. It's only a minute long, and I'll clip that, and that's the YouTube clip I'll show. So I'll just make it that part. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, this is, there you go. Hey, Tim said to do it, and he runs POB. So I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I when when I found out about y'all, um, I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Patriot on businesses. So I started looking. I'm like, oh shit, this is neat. Now we can like, because I'm the type of guy. If I can buy American, I'm gonna buy American. Just just because I mean, I think we got away from that because we got so. Um, I I don't know what to even call it. I don't want to say we got cheap. I think we you know we're capitalist in in the United States and part of capitalism too is saving yourself an extra buck or two Yep. and times can get tough. So I get it. You know, you buy Chinese, you buy Taiwan, whatever it is. But I think we lost that knowledge of why we tried to buy American for so long. Cause that was a huge thing, especially world war two, you know, from then on, it was huge and we got away from that. And then the pandemic hit and we started getting a shortage of a lot of stuff. And I think it woke people up. Oh, shit. This is why we buy American has nothing to do necessarily with 
being all you can be or something like that. It's everything to do with you need to do it just to sustain a country. I mean, the right way. Otherwise, you're going to suffer. We were we were missing pharmaceuticals. We were missing all sorts of shit. Um, and it's because we we outsource so much. Yeah. I mean, and I've I've said this at events that I've spoke at, saying this country was not founded on Starbucks, Amazon, or Walmart. No. It was founded on the guy that owned the general store, mm-hmm. which his family lived in this town, the guy that shooed the horses, mm-hmm. the guy that sold guns, and the guy that built houses, or guy, woman, whatever. But <laughs> he, she, them, they, right. whatever. Yes, yeah, this is my pronouns. I'm sitting in a chair. <laughs> a black chair. Right, and the I'll widgets. circle back to that later. <laughs> but they, that is what built this country. Yeah. And it should never stop. And when we got away from to everything going to overseas, which I can understand that people want to make money. Mm-hmm. But people also have to understand that's why it costs so much now to buy stuff that's made in America, which I'll, I will tell you right now, straight up in front of God and everybody sitting here, not everything on POB is made in America. Unfortunately, we wish it was. Yeah. But these are American businesses supporting their family mm-hmm. and their future through their means of business. Right now. It might not be buying everything made in the United States. Yeah. Unfortunately. But right now, it, we can fight it all we want to. Yeah. But that's the way it is. If I, excuse me. No, you're right. Like if I offered you a t shirt and said, all right, here's this t shirt. The t shirt was made in China, mm-hmm. but an American company purchased it, sold it to this company in America that printed it, which I purchased from them in America. And I sell it to you for $20. Mm -hmm. Or I can say this shirt was made in America, printed in America, and this shirt is $40. That makes me look like the bad guy. Yeah. And it shouldn't be that way. And I agree a thousand percent. It should not be that way. Yeah. But I can't pay $35 for a t-shirt and then sell it to you for 40. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense, but we're still supporting these three or four other companies Mm -hmm. that are profiting, supporting their family, their employees, and POB through that means, which if POB keeps growing, maybe it will be all American. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just some things that nowadays you just can't buy here. We're in the process of transitioning to it, though. Yep. So it's going to get better and better. Uh, The the there's a few websites that I've seen where you, I think nine, uh, nine line apparel is one of them where you can buy a t-shirt and right underneath that, it says buy it made in America. And it's like two extra bucks or five extra bucks or whatever yeah. it is. It's not a crazy amount. And I'm like, yes, I'll spend an extra couple bucks just to have it made in America. And that's, you know, like the apparel that we carry, which is obviously not our business. Yeah. You know, it's more getting this stuff out. Right. As an example, those cups you have, um, oops, the gentleman that owns that company and his missus, they buy 99.9% of their stuff in America. He actually printed those cups and he researches greatly. And there are huge supporters, yeah. you know, Patriot owned businesses. Mm-hmm. And it has to go that way for us to be able to keep it from being a $40 t shirt. Yeah. 
to a twenty dollar t shirt. Right. When we can do it. Yeah. I'm I'm in the process. I'm getting two hats made for myself, kind of like what you got. Um, by the way, this was uh reminding me. Um the Richardson two eleven hats, I think they're called or something like that. It's basically what you got on. Um yep. they have an American flag one. Did you know that? Yes. I just saw that. I was like, I'm that that donut right there. I'm gonna get that donut put on that hat. With the back where it's yeah, where it's yep. a flag. I'm yep. gonna get that eventually. I didn't get it this time because I'm getting the leather patch and one of my buddies that I work with at my PD, he does laser engraving. Um I think it's called Magdalene engraving or something like that i'm gonna give him a proper shout out so while you're you're talking (laughs) oh here's my phone while you're talking i'm gonna and we actually have a um a company in paris texas um badge caps that they make the ones with the metal what insignia on it metal yeah really yeah and we have we're gonna have them make the only down, what's well, not a downfall. I understand everybody's got to do what they have to do, but you have to order a certain amount. Yeah, and the hats aren't super cheap, which I can understand because yeah. they make these, and the metal thing is like right here. Okay, and you can have whatever logo that yeah. you want. It's badge caps. They're right out of uh, Paris, Texas. Okay, so my buddies, it's called um, Magellan. Magellan made it. M A G A L L O N made it um and he yeah he just does this laser engraving thing he's gonna do a set of cups for me and it's gonna be like two cops because i've always got that set of cups sitting there so he's gonna just engrave them so it's two cops one donut and has the donut stuff around it um we've seen is he in pov i don't know because we have i've seen somebody in there that does um engraving like that and they've showed handcuffs and that that they made not yeah, extent, that's but. the hat he made for himself for oh, his that's company. Awesome. Yeah, so it's going to be basically the the same thing. Show it. Yeah, make sure you get him in the POB because anything that we like, the, anything that we buy, yeah, like the trailer, t-shirts, mm-hmm. the wrap, the hats, the whatever, yeah, anything that Patreon-owned businesses and personally that we buy, ninety-nine percent of it comes out of POB. Now, a hundred percent of the stuff for POB, hats, trailer shirts, all that stuff, is, you know, purchased by members of Patreon-owned businesses. Nice. Personally, we're about about 95% of the stuff that we buy is through um, Patreon-owned businesses. I think everybody now is falling in love with Shannon because they just send her something and she'll buy it. Mm. So, I mean, it, and that's a plug. If you want to make something off of POB, make sure you tag Shannon Knight. And she'll buy it. No shit. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, I and she's went, gonna get mad at me for that. She's gonna like, where's all these messages coming from? I went the route, I was like, well, maybe I should have some sort of merchandise. So I got stickers. That's how I started. I'm like, Let me sell some stickers. And it did okay, like the when I very first posted it, but it didn't sustain at all. I was like, Ugh, I don't want to be a merchandise person, but I needed some way to support the show. So then I really pushed more for sponsorship stuff trying to figure it out and um i'm not gonna say i'm good at it because i've struck out probably two thousand times <laughs> but and it's the ones you didn't strike out on the, the ones, ones that, that are important those are the important ones they're yep. helping um shout out to agent security they're our newest one um going to get them in pob because the owner of that company is a marine um and, uh, crayon eater 
time. Oh yeah, big time. Don't let him see that. Part. Yeah, big time. And what's funny um, in our meeting and stuff, like all the people he hires for the company are either veterans or former police officers. Um, even some of the three letter agencies, uh, he gets those guys on there. Firefighters, unfortunately, they're in there too. So, um, but yeah, you know, he just st- he sticks with the first responders and, and veterans and stuff like that. So I was like, you like the Chick Fil A of security companies, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, um, and that whole relationship started because one of his workers is a cop and he posted his own videos from his security camera stuff. And I've got re- you you pulled up while I was changing a battery out on my ring camera, and. uh I hate it. I hate my ring system. It just doesn't do what I wanted it to do. I want it to see license plates, follow anybody that's walking, you know, all that stuff. And I was like, I see this guy's camera system. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I get to talking to him and I was like, how much did that shit cost? Cause you got a sweet system. He's like, it didn't cost me anything. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. He goes, if, if you're in an area that he doesn't sell to yet and you're a cop, he'll set you up a system. The only caveat is you need to share it on social media a couple times a month. And he's like, it works. It's its own advertisement because the product's that good. I was like, he's like, and that's how you found me. Does it count if I'm not a cop, but I know a cop Maybe and I live in Plano? Maybe. I mean, obviously I can advertise. Yeah, you can advertise. Yep. Because we, I'm in the same downfall you are. We got ring. I'm so tired of taking that battery out. No shit, right? And actually, our we bought one of those. Um, and this is no downfall on ring, but the one that actually mounts, you know, with the two lights and has the camera and you, yeah, hardwire. It. Yeah, that one. That's what I got in the garage. Yeah, it's pink now. You spray painted it? No, no. The whole whatever happened with the um, camera? Yeah. Everything in our backyard is pink. Maybe like that lightning. something happened to that camera that the whole yeah. camera, we actually seen somebody walking past. It's like, Hey, look, they got a pink dog. <laughs> I bet it was lightning interference or something yeah, like probably. that. But to ring's credit, they're very good customer service. I, I've, I, I learned, unfortunately that that camera that you saw, like I have a solar panel for it. To me, it shouldn't go out. Like it should be enough power for that thing to keep running. And it makes it last longer, but it doesn't, I have keep to, keep, I have to keep changing it out. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, the solar panel just, you'd, you'd need like two of them. You know, rings kind of a funny little, their idea is awesome. Like we have, again, this is no plug for ring because <laughs> they're not members of POB. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Right. Yeah. They're out. But we have the security system and, uh, um, cameras and stuff i went on some weird binge on where i all of a sudden figured our little house in plano with two bedrooms needed a ton of security okay (laughs) we've never had an issue with it except for sometimes it'll catch something that's not there like you see the videos on um um youtube and that where like oh this is a ghost yeah no that was a bug yeah that crawls across the camera and never leaves it like knows it's on camera. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I had one night, um, it, I don't believe in ghosts by the way, but I'm sitting there watching him. My camera's going off and I'm looking, I'm like, what in the fuck? And I just see this white transparent thing go across the screen. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I'm, 
I'm like, did I finally ca- did I catch a fucking ghost on camera? And I show my wife, and I'm like, look at this. And I probably had watched it 30 times before I showed it to her because I'm trying to make sure before I sound stupid. Right. Hey, look, there's a ghost. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck does that look like to you? She goes, the sprinklers. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's water. Like, yeah. I, just I just, the way it was going. Just the up. way it moved. And I was like, you know, and it only caught it through that one wave. And I'm just like, had it kept recording, it would have caught it going. Like, and I, it, yeah. Yeah, that's the bad thing about yeah. that is it'll stop. Yes. It yeah. catches it like in the midpoint. Yeah. Um, and then you look at it and you're like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Wait till you see a spider web oh. go across the front. Yep. And the wind catches it. Yep. And it just keeps setting that fucker off. Yeah. It drives me insane. I've got the one that you saw me doing. I got a camera hidden on my mailbox and it catches the cars that come up and down the road. At least that was its intention. It doesn't do that. It catches the car as it's like almost past it, <laughs> right? which makes zero yes. sense because it's facing straight down the street. It should have caught that thing as soon as it turned down the road. Yep. You don't. And you get the, like ours, we have a camera in the front with the doorbell. You know? Yeah, yeah, I got that too. The doorbell will go off and then the camera will say there's somebody at the front door. Motherfuckers. And the camera is facing all the way down the sidewalk. Yeah, like, should have well, caught him when I he know got, that. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for your help. Yeah. I'm kind of... I'm, I won't go to the door until I check it. Oh, we never answer the door. Yeah. I won't go to the door until no. I check it. And I'll use that little, um, like we have a, our house is, you know, small. Yeah. So our doorbell is here and we have a camera up here. And there's been a few times, actually, we were on vacation that it went off and there was people at the door. And I would just start talking in a real sinister voice over the yeah. thing. And they were gone. <laughs> nice. I mean, just stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was probably... Already like you drink a little bit, yeah. You know, her. Yeah, get the fuck off my board. Right. Yeah. She's like, Oh, don't do that. I said, Well, next time I'll do the DJ from the strip club, you know. Hey, mm-hmm. now at the hey. door. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's wife. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now on center stage, yep. chameleon. <laughs> then you get on your Spotify real quick, start playing, pour some sugar <laughs> on me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it's funny though that and I, I should actually do this on TikTok or something. The people that come to the door, if you talk through that, they don't understand what's going on. Right. So you're like, hey, and they're going. <laughs> so I'm going to just start going, hey, it's the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you're not supposed to be here. Yeah. Matter of fact, I need you to bow right now. And they yeah. would do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Just tell me to do it. Yeah. I've, I haven't had any, when I first got it. People were like, like looking around because Ring wasn't that popular yet. But in the past few years, everybody they'll ring it and they're just staring at it, waiting for me to say something, or or they'll start talking right away. And I'm like, uh, "What'd you say? What was that?" Right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it could improve a lot. Like you said, the premise of Ring is great, but it doesn't do what I would hope. I hoped it would do. And that's why right. I looked into this other company and. Now I'm about to find out exactly what their company can and do. And actually, yeah, that you said that. Now to go back to that again, we're offering no more ring. Yeah. Um, I would like to hear about that. You know, even yeah. if it's a you know something I have to, you know, fund. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, for sure. Because like the pink camera. Yeah. You know, my dad's gonna switch. My dad was like, he's like, I was just about to cut 
all these cameras out because he's his system he's got a proprietary system set up he doesn't have ring but he doesn't like it it's not user friendly it doesn't have an app that's easily accessible you know it's 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 a old school way before ring and stuff came out right you get like the phone call it, what's it, your security uh, word yeah so he's he's like I was getting ready to cut it. You think they'd be able to switch the cameras out with what I already have up? It's like, oh, let me call and ask them. So called them. They're like, oh, absolutely. So they're going to come check my place out today, figure out where all the cameras are going to go. They want to put a 4K camera in here. And then like at some point in the podcast, then I can be like, and you're watching us on an agent security camera right now. <laughs> and I could just take that little portion of the clip and put it into the podcast. Like, that'd be kind of funny and a cool way to, to rep your sponsor. To catch them off guard too. Yeah. yeah. That, that's perfect. Hey, yeah. look, this camera is brought to you by. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. And um, it's funny because they spell their, it's called agent, but it's spelled A-G-E-I-N-T. I seen spelled that when you posted that. Funny. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's pronounced agent or agent. I just say agent. Uh, you know, maybe there's some pronouns in there. Uh, we're just getting started with our relationship. I'll, I'll, I'll figure, <laughs> right. I'll figure her name out sometime. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. He, she, and her, him. <laughs> However, he, they identify. Right. In a black chair. Oh my God. What politics? We don't get into politics anymore, but I heard, I think it was the vice president was like. You I, didn't see that? I didn't. And I'll, I'll give you a short. I heard it on a clip of a podcast I listened to. Let me give you the short thing. This is true. This is one. You can fact check it, whatever you want. She went to some um, woman's whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So she went and sat down and said, hello, I'm Kamala Harris. Oh, K-H, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm the vice president. I identify as a female, a she. And I am sitting in a chair wearing a blue suit. That that that's the clip I heard. The you know these are people running our country, right? Yeah. So that's <sighs> it for politics. I could see saying I'm wearing a blue suit. I honestly could because there's blind people that maybe listen to the TV, and then you say wearing a blue suit. That that would be something. <laughs> I I could get behind that, but all the rest of it, I'm just like, how does that have any bearing on what you're about to say? I mean, I'm about she to should up. go back to when she was dating that guy in California and say he's 80 years old, I'm Kamala Harris, and I wear knee pads. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 I mean, Damn, bro. I'm just that shot's fired at the, the vice president. Whoops, sorry. Don't send Hillary after me. Oh, no, you don't want to get Clinton. I've heard about no, that. No, yeah, don't, don't Clinton me. Yeah, that's bad. And then you'll get blamed for it. I, I would. Yeah, I would, but hey, you know what? Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. All right, brother. So, so you, there went our politics no, talk. No, we yeah, just that, had that. Yeah, cool that's what all politics. the politics we'll get into. <laughs> um, so with POB, what's the mission now? What are you guys setting out to do? You talked a little bit about the trailer. I didn't want to say anything, so I'll let you get into what the trailer is going to represent and all of that stuff. But what is POB's mission now? What are where are you guiding everything towards? Well, since POB has grown like it has. Obviously, our biggest influence right now is Texas. Yes. Which is great. I mean, I live here. It's a big state. Yes. And it's very military friendly. Shit, I think we have the most military bases out of any state. Uh, We went to a place right out of Houston. The whole town was military. Yeah. It's by uh, Honor Cafe. Honor Cafe. Yep. Okay. So, 
get back on track. Um, our, our, our mission, and you guys can think whatever you want of me. Dishbag. Is, is to, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Is we want to support every small business and not just the business, but the people that support these businesses. That's what POB stands for is if you, if we sat right now at 1776 and we were all sitting around a table, we would all be patriots. Yeah. That's the way the world worked then. Mm-hmm. There's still patriots like that today. Businesses, individuals. So we've built POB to support every aspect of that. Um, we have a, on our Facebook, which coming soon to the new uh, POB website, but we have a thing for hiring people. Um, we have a thing, of, you know, it's a POB uh, gives back where we've done things for veterans and other groups to give them funds with our name behind it, just to give them funds to help them further. Like um, not far from you is the uh, Operation Texas Strong. Okay. Which they do. I've heard of that. They do RVs for veterans. Nice. So people donate an RV. What about for podcasts? All right. Right. This is better than an RV. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> this is so small and hot. Right. At least I'd have AC in an RV. So they'll get um, homeless veterans yeah. and give them this RV. Oh, homeless veterans. Okay. Yep. I don't want to take away from a homeless guy. All right. I knew you'd say that. Yeah. That's kind of a dick move. I got it. Right. So. <laughs> Kind of doing okay. So they do a lot for homeless veterans. Yeah. Um, Boots for Troops out of Houston sends care packages and that to guys that we have, guys and women that are, and it's only guys and women (laughs) that are deployed. (laughs) Yeah. And they've done a lot. We've been to their events and raised money for them. So it's not just to support, hey, this business. Yeah. It's your business things that all POB members, not just me, that believe in, which is like those two groups. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the trailer as a good example to spread the word about POB. Yeah. That we're not just in Texas. Yeah. We are all across the United States. So we're going to take that and travel across the United States, taking this trailer to businesses, um, events. Yeah. So they see that we're real. This is not just a Facebook group where you post memes. We're real people. And we're doing this out of the goodness of our heart to support um, these businesses and individuals. Like I told you earlier, my grandfather, my dad, I've seen what they went through. I don't want to see that anymore. Yeah. You know, and it, it hurts me. It really does. Yeah. To see that somebody that's trying to live the American dream Mm -hmm. and gets just hammered. Yeah. You know, and I'm, yeah. I'm not going to let that happen. Yeah. And and it's cool to, it's no different than a church community. It's kind of how yep. I see it. You know what I mean? Um, small businesses, they, they understand the struggle. They all have a way to relate. Um, and I think the patriotic part really comes in because they're all American businesses. Yes. And it, they're going to believe what we believe yeah. in. It. In, in, when, in which I would, I never thought in my lifetime I would ever have to say those words. Yeah. That you have to believe what I believe in. We're all Americans. Yeah. 
you know, we should all get along at some point, like you and I. Yeah. I will never agree with you 100%. No. Like you want me. But I'm not going to just, you know. I'm not oh, going to let one difference divide us. To where we're like, oh. Fuck I'm, you. Yeah. You're, you're, I'm out of here. Yeah. You're an asshole. I'm never yeah. talking to you again. That's where our biggest problem lies is that these businesses, even some of them are hard to get them to support what they believe in. Yeah. So like, oh, well, I don't want to get political. This has nothing to do with politics. Yeah. It's simple. Do you believe in the Constitution of the United States? I do. Do you want to take care of your family? I do. You're in. Yeah. What was that political? There was nothing political about that whole statement. And we've even have some that they support us, but they don't. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll put your sticker over here, you know, by the fire extinguisher back by the bathroom. And I won't post, but I'm good for what you do. Well, no, you're not. Yeah. You're part of the problem. You won't stand up. Yeah. Yep. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I I try to, I'm, I've taken the, the stance kind of like Joe Rogan. I'm going to plug everybody, everybody that I, I believe in and that I like, and I'm going to help everybody the best I can get your platform out there, say what you got to say, do what you got to do. You may come on and say shit I don't agree with, but I'm not going to censor that. But you'll still still talk to them about that. Yeah. And I will censor myself in case I say something stupid that may get me in trouble at work. I'm not going to do that. But I am not going to control what other people say. That's for sure. Um, Unless they want me to. And that's why I got the pen and paper over here. And I'm like, I wasn't supposed to say that. I bought that for my wife. This actually happened. Somebody had bought something for their wife and they told me about it on there. And they're like, when's this going to air? And I'm like, next week. I'm like, take that part out. (laughs) (laughs) It won't show up for two weeks. I was like, okay. Take that. Oh, you can, whatever I say, you can air it. Okay. You're probably going to make notes for yourself, but no, I can't air this. No, I don't do that. I haven't had to do that yet. Um, Just one person I censored the shit out of, Matt McMeans, guy I work with. I told him, I said, don't mention the department by name. And the first thing he did. That motherfucker went on like a, like he may have said 10 words. I bet eight of them was the department name. And he just didn't realize he was doing it. And I, to make a point of it, normally I'll just mute it. Like you can see his lips moving. And unless you're really good at reading lips, you could tell what he's saying, but I just mute it. But for him. And I knew he'd watch his own episode. I bleeped it. So it's like, it looked like he went on a cursing rampage. Bleep, 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 bleep. It was so fucking funny. And uh, he's like, was I cursing that much? Because we drank a lot that night. We drank, like, we killed almost a whole bottle of that TX bottled in Pond. Hey, it happens. It's like 129 proof. And uh, yeah, he had to have his wife come get him. So... <laughs> He only lives. Oof. He only lives around the corner. So when that's even back. worse. Yeah, exactly. So um, he he's like, was I swearing that much? I was like, no, that's you mentioning the department, dumbass. <laughs> and he's like, oh man. He's like, I was wondering what you were writing down because I've writing down the timestamps every time. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. But uh, why did I get off on that? T- oh yeah, d- agreeing, disagreeing, stuff like that. I. As much as I've invited people that are anti-police on here, they won't. No, they but won't. For the most part. None, none of them have taken up. And um, I actually had some uh, Black it's Panther. It's because you would be face-to-face with them. Yeah. I. It, and I'm, I'm, I'm not a – I would never disrespect somebody because of their 
what their belief is. I would, I just, I would question, okay, why is that? What, how can me as the person that you're against, what can I do to help improve that? Other than what I'm already doing here. Like, does this help? Do you think this, you know, those are the types of questions I would ask. And I'd want to know why they felt that way. What happened in your past that made you come down this path? Because if I can help other cops avoid that path, then we've accomplished something. Maybe not with that person, but in the future we've accomplished something. So, um, and I still, I invite, if you watch my show just to hate me, that's fine. But I invite you to come on the show. I'm not going to censor you. You could berate me for two hours straight. I don't just keep it civil. Don't try to like physically fight me. You'll lose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That won't happen on this show, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So I just haven't gotten uh, anybody to, to, I, I say to bite. I'm not, I'm not trying to set you up. This isn't live. So, um, and if you watch any of my episodes, you can tell when somebody clips videos heavily. The only time I clip is like, you had to get up and go to the bathroom. Well, if I can't sit here and freestyle for the, you know, three minutes, four minutes, you go to the bathroom. I'll just clip that part out because you don't need to see that. Yep. Um, and they'll, they never will. Yeah. I think some will. I think eventually no, I'll get somebody. I, 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 I will honestly disagree with you on yeah. that. Yeah. I I've got, I've gotten two people that I don't think they're necessarily anti-cop, but they sure as shit give cops a mouthful, you know, to try to keep them in check, which I, I believe is a good thing. But they still won't come on and represent that, you know, situation. I've like with POB, mm-hmm. I've always, anytime we do an event, I'll tell even when we advertise it, if you don't believe in what we're talking about, yeah, you can still come out. Yeah. I will let you talk. Yeah. If we have a bunch of speakers, we will sit there and listen to what you have to say. But your ass is gonna sit in that chair when you're done and listen to what we have to say. Yeah. They've never shown up. It's gotta be fair. I've had one far left person show up at an event and I offered them the mic Mm because they were just berating what I was saying. I said, Hey, we're going to finish this right now. Here's the mic. You talk and I'll get back up here. They left. Really? Yeah. That's unfortunate. I think that's fair. Um, But I was, I I offered it here. Debate is, is, is a lost art. Um, I think, you know, I, I'm a bit, I'm, I'm an optimistic person in, by nature <laughs> and it, it frustrates a lot of cops that I work with even, but, um, I think it, it's, you got these ebbs and flows, you know, it just does this. Um, and I think with speech and all that stuff, like, I think we, we hit a bottom and I think we're on the uptick. I think we're starting to come back. Um, I'm seeing a lot of black ran like social media posts on TikTok and Instagram of just these outrage videos where they're pissed off at other black social activists. Like you're, you're causing the problems. Like you're not even listening to the other side. You're not letting them hear your side. You're trying to talk over them. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. You know, and this is just one facet of the, some of the stuff I've seen, but, um, more and more I'm seeing people talking about letting people talk and letting them, and I'm a that's my thing. If you're an idiot, racist, racist, Nazi, whatever, don't take that person's platform away. Let them spew all that dumb shit. 
Yep. Because you know what it does for me? It tells me to avoid that guy. He's a dumbass. But if you don't let him speak, and I don't know who he is, and I'm like, oh, they stopped this guy from speaking at Harvard. They stopped him from speaking at uh, whatever, CPAC, whatever it is he's going to speak at. It's big. Now I'm going to want to look into him. Rather than had you just show me a two-minute clip of him being a racist asshole, and I would have been like, Gone. done. That guy, he needs to go. Yep. So let people be dumb. Let them say the dumb piece. If if they're not hurting anybody physically, let them say stupid shit. Because guess what? The only other people that's going to get recruited by that guy is other dumb assholes that you don't need to be around. Yep. That's that's how I feel about that. I mean, even just a small part of education, like even with you know what our beliefs are, you can see where a lot of them. The first thing they want to do is bash. Yeah, you know it's even from. You know, it doesn't matter if you're leftist. Yeah, righties do it too, man. Oh, we're we're the worst. Yeah, we are the worst. I'm like, where we are, we're probably the worst inner fighting portion than I've ever seen in my life. You know, if you're the extreme left, already or left, whatever you want to call it, already has their agenda. Mm-hmm. Even if you hate it, you're still following it because their whole agenda is hate. Yeah, on our side. Kind of going back to what you said, and I have seen this across the board. If you don't like something I say or I've done something you don't like, the first thing they want to do is bash you. Like, wait a minute. You've agreed with me 90% of the time. Yeah. But because of this 10%, all of a sudden I'm the bad guy. Not even 10%, just one idea. Just one ideology. Why we just kind of stand there and go. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't get it. I had posted a picture. It's this uh, Mickey Mouse shirt that said, I'd rather drink rat poison before I serving this country. Yes, I've seen that, yes. And I saw that, and I was like, let me see what other people think of this one, because this is interesting to me. So I posted it and just started seeing other people's thoughts. And uh, I had a close friend from back home um, that I'm still tight with, and uh he had said, he's like, you know, he's like, I don't agree with what he's saying necessarily what that shirt says, but I don't feel too far off. And I was like, okay, well, let's, let's expand on that. Cause I know this guy's heart. Like I grew up with him. I know his heart. He's a good guy. He's a service person. Like he's a service before self person, whether he knows it or not. And so we hash it out. We don't agree that initially on this, on the topic, right? For me, like, I signed the dotted line. I totally believe in defending the country and all that stuff. I'm I'm very indoctrinated in this country and whatever you want to call it. I don't care. You know, I'm well aware of the brainwash that I have for the red, white, and blue. I'm okay with it though. So uh he's you know, he's he's telling me that he feels this way that, you know, he's he's like, I wouldn't. He's like, I ain't doing nothing. For this country, I wouldn't. I was like, well, what if we were being attacked or whatever? And he gives me, you know, well, it depends on why we're being attacked, who they're attacking, what they're attacking for. And I'm like, okay, fair. We're hashing out the details behind it. I'm like, all right, Jimmy. I'm calling my name, Jimmy. I'm like, Jimmy. I was like, I'm not saying that you, I was like, you're a service minded person. You don't have to pick up a gun to serve this country. You don't. That's what patriot is. There's ways to serve this country. Everybody's got a role. Not everybody can go out there and be the Thor 
you know, <laughs> right. you, you need some, you need some other people out there, you know, and, and he's one of those guys. He's, he will give you the shirt off his back before he lets you go cold. That's the type of guy he is. If I was hurting for money, I know right now I could be like, Hey dude, I, I'm, I'm down and out. He would give me money. That's just the guy he is. So I was like, um, I don't need you to pick up a gun, but if the country called upon you and said, Jimmy, you possess a certain set of skills and his is numbers, really. He's just a, a mathematician. Like that's his skill set. And they were like, we need your help. I know you'd answer that call. You're not going to go pick up a gun necessarily because you don't want to kill somebody that isn't. And I get that philosophy. Some people just don't want to hurt other people that didn't do anything bad to them. Fair. Fair. There's what was that movie? The medic guy that um, he signed up for the military. It's a true story. Signed up for the military, refused to touch a weapon. I know what you're talking. I can't remember the name of the movie though. But yeah. but yo, know, you're fine. But he uh, but that's how he served this country. He was just taking care of his the wounded for our yeah. you know our servicemen. You know, in the battlefield, and it was crazy. Great movie. But uh, it's the same premise. Like okay, and then at the end of it, we were like. Mutual agreement. That's how it should go. You work it out. You understand that 99% of the time we get along. We agree on a lot of things. It's just how we get to that agreement because our perspectives are what matters. Our perspectives are always different. So if I'm, I see a shirt like that and I'm immediately like, well, fucking amen, bro. I'm not serving nothing. They don't do shit for me. Okay. I, I don't agree with what you're saying, but let's break that down. And by the time we break it down, we're going to agree. We're going to get some mutual agreement. That's, I think that's 99% of us. And that's, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason why we're at the point to where not only having hatred or disagreements, I guess hatred is the wrong word, but for these people that believe in something we don't believe in, but it's even within the people that believe in what we believe in. Yeah. So we don't have a direction to go. Yep. You know, even if you stand true to what you believe in, there's always an issue. I've I've seen this through POB that which I tried to appease everybody, you know, as much as possible. Yeah. If you send me a message saying I don't like this post because I have the same company, I don't know what to tell you. I yeah. didn't make POB for one roofing company and one person here. And don't start bashing them. Yeah. You know, we had a situation where somebody made a post about how a company did them wrong that was in POB or still there. The person would never defend against it. So they sent in, you know, reporting this comment. I said, all right, I heard their side. What's yours? They're wrong. That's not the answer. No, yeah. I heard what they had to say in detail. Yeah. Let me know what they had to say. Then I, I will make a comment. I am not doing this to help you run a scummy company. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I, and I've had to say this a few times. I am not the face of Patreon owned businesses. Yes. I created P POB. Everybody that's in it is what makes POB. Right. Yes, I'll go through and cut out a lot of political stuff and, you know, just not yeah. post it. Doesn't mean yeah. I don't agree with you. 
Right. But it, it's not the point it. of the it's, it's same with not my, what POV yeah, is. same with my podcast. Like right. I'll get political posts all the time. And I think most of the members now, it's only new people because most of the members know, oh, okay. And I, it's even in my rules. Like if it's not in the spirit of what the show is about, which is bridging gaps in communication and education, like you, you don't get it. No. Now on the, the private group, and I say private, anybody can join it. You just <laughs> have to fucking ask. That's right. All. That's what makes it private. Um, that's a free for all. You can post whatever the hell you want. I don't give a shit. And that's the one that gets the most administration like reports yep. and people complaining. And I'm saying, did you talk to that person? No. Okay. Well, you go talk to them, hash it out like adults, because I am not playing nanny right now. Like I will look at the post. Now, if it is a hate thing, yeah, sure. That's easy. But you don't like what they said. And I'll most of the time I'll read it and it's logical. I'm like, okay, I see that. And then it's just somebody got their feelings hurt. But that's, you know, and that's just showing like running those groups. You know, you don't see it unless you actually do something of that caliber. Yeah. Where you start seeing things where you're like, that's not my, my responsibility. Yeah. You know, like somebody sent me a message saying, is there any businesses in New Jersey? Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't find this. I can find it. No yep. different than you do. It doesn't matter if I'm an admin or not. Yeah. I look the same way you do. Google. Little search bar on top. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you go, oh, I need a restaurant in New Jersey. Restaurant, New Jersey. Oh, look what came up. Mm-hmm. Don't send me a message asking me to find it for you. Yeah. Oh, you don't have any businesses here. Then get off your ass and go find some. Yeah. I don't live there. Right. I live in Texas. You see, you keep telling me how Texas has so much going on. That's because of myself, Shannon, people like you that have spread the word of POB. Yeah. Don't sit on your ass in Idaho and tell me there's no businesses in Idaho. Then get up and go find one. I'm not going to come to Idaho just off a whim to go, hey, would you be interested in POB? It's your job. Yeah. For some reason, I have a big crowd in New Jersey. There's, we have some that you look at it and go, "How the hell did that come from?" I have some in Barbados too. Why do we have so many that are here? But I went to Barbados and I kind of talked to a couple cops, so I get that one. Florida, we have a huge following in Florida. Well, Texas and Florida are almost the same state. Well, it should be Florida, Texas, for right now, anyways. Yeah, because they do more than we do. So that's true. But yeah, it's uh, I mean, there's so much infighting and hopefully Shannon never watches this. I've had (laughs) at least four death threats on POV. Really? For what reason? Oh, I haven't had any death threats yet. I've had four. And I actually talked to, this has been a while back, but when I was starting to, you know, talk to Chad and other people, the lady says, you haven't made it until somebody threatens to kill you. Oh, I haven't made it. I said, hey, I mean, so you're out. Yeah. I'm Sorry. I've had the black, I had black Panthers on, they tried to troll, um, the two cops, one donut Facebook page and immediately my members like started jumping them on the thing. And I'm like, leave them alone. Like there's obviously some issues here. Do you want to come on the show and talk about it? I offered him mm-hmm. and that. I think what they thought I was going to do was delete everything they said. And I didn't. I left it. 
I said, and I, I put that on there. I said, I'm not taking down what you say. So I'm going to leave it on there because you're not hurting me. You're just voicing your opinion. Obviously, you don't like the police. <laughs> the police. I'm, uh, I get it. You don't like us. The so police. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's a saying I picked up down here in the southern states. Gee, you think? Yeah. And uh, so I'm like, but I'm not going to squash out what you have to say, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to maybe we can fix it or make it better. Maybe even if it's just a smidge better, it may not, if it's better than what it was the moment you wrote that, then we're, we, we've accomplished something. So they, they stopped, they just stopped commenting. So maybe I improved one little thing with that particular person of that black Panther group, but yeah, I mean, it worked. Yeah. That's a small step. Yeah. And so yeah. that's kind of, kind of the purpose behind what we've been trying to do. Um, but I thought I looked at that one as a win, even though I couldn't get him on the show. I would have loved to have him on the show. I thought that would be a good episode to have somebody that's affiliated with, whether it's them just self-proclaiming Black Panthers or if they're actually a part of right. Black, Black Panthers. Black not Marvel. Panther 2.0. Yeah, not Marvel Black Panther, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> it's one of my, I didn't grow up with, I grew up with a lot of comics. Um, Deadpool was a big one when I was a kid. Oh, that's yeah. That's the bomb. I liked Deadpool because my grandma was the one that would buy me comics. We'd go to the pharmacy and there was a comic book stand. Well, it wasn't a controlled comic book stand. It was just, here's the little spinny thing. It had comics all along. So I would get there and I'm like, can you get a comic? And she's like, sure. And I go to Deadpool <laughs> because it's one of the few that said 18 plus on it. Like it actually had an age recommendation before age recommendations. You know, we're talking late 80s early 90s those are worth money now yeah yeah shit i threw all that shit away or drew on it but what i liked was dead in deadpool it's swear all that stuff and i was like oh my god curse words is great so um <laughs> he said shit. yeah exactly and uh so i was big in the deadpool definitely huge into wolverine and x-men um those were just artistically probably the best like the way they were drawn and everything on there. So I like that stuff, but I never heard of black Panther and growing up in Flint. You think that would have been like one of the most popular ones. <laughs> right. Um, and I never How's heard the water there, by the way, I heard it got better. <laughs> uh, unfortunately the city's still fucking corrupt in my opinion. And they, you think they basically, they, they fixed the problem. You know, they one, they switched the water source, they fixed the pipes in the city, but what they wouldn't do is the pipe that led from the city street to your property, to your house, they said that's your responsibility. (laughs) You motherfuckers, are you serious? There's Michigan for you. Yeah, so there's a lot of houses that still have bad pipes, the one that leads to their house, and it's too late. It's already eroded the pipe, so it's still that lead just losing into the house. And it's caught in there anyways. Mm Mm-hmm. And to me, I need a cube. Do you have one over there? Yeah, you got. Oh, cubes in there, sir. hey, sorry, I got yeah. cubes. Like how I do that? I don't have a little fridge in this here. This guy's pretty fancy. I've just learned. I've learned what to do, man. <laughs> I don't know if you have two cubes or one cube in there. One, just one. Okay, yeah. If not, two cubes usually gets us through a show. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be a little. Okay, forceful. I got this timeout. Oop. There you go. Yeah, it's gotta be a yep. little forceful. There we go. We got it. <laughs> Fancy, but don't let it cover up that cool cup. 
That's right. Yeah. Let's I put both out this time. I, I usually I'll have it if I'm doing a, a video one. So I, I'm very tactful in this. So there's <laughs> my webcam when I do my online ones, my remote um, interviews. It gets all this stuff over here. So I've got my unapologetic hat and I'll have my POB cup over here. Um, and I'll try to take my HRH combat and put that patch over here. I try to, I try to stage it as best I can. Cause my chair blocks a lot of gotcha. stuff. So I got to get you some more gear. Yeah, man. And POB has got plenty of gear and okay. I got to get one of those, uh, stickers. Too, oh by the way. yeah. I've got, uh, well, I can definitely get you hey, one of these guys. That'll work. You guys see this? I'll sell this on eBay for a thousand dollars right now. And then there you are. Oh, perfect. Awesome. Now the general public pays five bucks a piece for those. Hey, that's right there's influence, baby. Special guest. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, here I'll let you do the honors. Yeah, yes, sir. I'm a generous pourer, as all my guests have told me. We'll have to get him some POB cups. For that, you know, America Bourbon needs to sponsor this show. You know, actually, speaking of bourbon, there's a or smoke um, wagon that would be a definite preference. <laughs> we have a. Uh, it's funny. I'm trying to hide this from you. Don't look at my coke. <laughs> yeah, he's ruining it. That's <laughs> right. hey okay. now. I, I mean, that's my hey. To part. be fair, guys, he did change his maxi pad right before he got here. So I coke did. Totally makes sense. I did. I even put the little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing on the end of it. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tampon. That's that, different. Oh, gotcha. Oh, it's so, all see? all women in this house. So <laughs> I got my mother-in-law lives with me, my two daughters, and my wife. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And and three, a two neutered, neutered dogs and a neutered cat. Well, that's why I've never put coke in my whiskey before. But that's why it was when I walked in the front door. Oh, yeah, makes sense. See? Too much the estrogen just. I mean, it can go right back. Yeah, that's true. Well. The fact of the matter is I didn't put any Coke in my whiskey. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So you don't have an excuse. <laughs> but you still read Better Homes and Gardens, though, right? Well, yeah. Good <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> right. <laughs> Face, uh, favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. <laughs> Which one was it? I, I know exactly where you said that. Was it, it wasn't Better Homes and Gardens. No. It was, uh, shit. I just said it. I thought. We're about to put that movie on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you said, I think the first <laughs> one is what the one that they said. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was on Step Brothers. Yes, correct. Brothers. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Such a great film. Yes. It's funny. The movies that are out now that just either the woke crowd has not watched them or they forgot. They're, they're on to other things. Cause oh, my God. Did you see the thing on, uh, was Bill Burr on Netflix? No. You know how everybody thinks Netflix is so woke? Okay. They probably have the most conservative shows out of any platform. I think Netflix just, like, it's not that they're, they have conservative. They just don't filter. They let. Exactly. They don't filter. And they won't take it off. Yes. It's like, I don't care what your views are. Yeah. This is our show. Because if you play Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, he's still to this day, I couldn't tell you if he was left or right. It, he doesn't. Everybody's a target for Chappelle. Bill Burr's exact same yes, way. Yes, yeah, and I, but he is the extreme to it. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna go over the border. <laughs> yes, and get way over here. Yeah, and then I'm gonna come over here, and you're gonna at the end of the show go, hmm, 
I don't know what he's talking about, but it was funny. Yes. It was funny. Because yeah, it's just in the name of comedy. Yeah. And in free speech. That's their, I think that's every comic's major stance is free speech. But you've lost so much of that. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge comedy follower. I mean, I like am Chad yeah. Prather. Yeah, man. me too. And he's but, not even that funny. But No, no, he's kind of an asshole. Dude. Yeah. But he thinks he's cool because he wears his own cowboy ass. Right. I think he got that from me. I don't remember. <laughs> Um, By the way, that asshole said he was going to get me a cowboy hat. So Good luck. If he gets you one and not me, because I had to go buy my own. He told me he was. Yeah, he told me that too. Really? So good luck on that. Oh, my God. If he does, I'm going to, I'm not his, I'm not his. <laughs> you know what I can do? I'm not his other half anymore. I've, I've never done this in a show. I can call. I can Bluetooth my, me. Let me try this. Get what? What day is it today? Um, oh, he's not in studio Friday. today either. So let's try this. I'm going to. I'm going to get my phone connected. So give me a second on that. This will just be fun. This for, is like an exclusive. Yeah. This. By the way, we'll call in. We'll we'll call him out because I think I like calling him out. I think it will show up. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Where's Roadcaster? Come on, asshole. There it is. Okay, so that's connected. So let me turn. So it's not muted. Okay. Let me uh, pray there. Dude, this will be so fucking funny. All right, let's see what happens. <laughs> I want to know if I can. You have to make sure you let him know he's can, on air. Though. Oh, yeah. It's working. Sure. I can hear it in my headphones. Can you? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is amazing. You probably won't answer. Probably not. Especially if he sees a Flint number. All right. Michigan. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm leaving a message, though. Yeah. I didn't know we could do this. We could just sit here and prank people for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It just said his full fucking number. Make sure you yeah, cut, that out. cut that part out. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Yeah, we don't want everybody to have Chad Price's number. Yeah, we're at 127. Okay, so I'll do that again. So, Chad, against that, I didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah. Now, calling you, that would have been funny. But... I, I'll still call him. I'll just make sure I bleep that out in editing. Right. He's going to be like, why do you keep calling me back? That would have been funny. He's like, do I know you? Yeah, yeah, right. Domino's Pizza. I'm. I, most people filter the number even though I don't know if I'm stored in this phone or not. I'll mute that Your part now so I can do it later. Right. Voice message system available. At the tone. Please Make sure you take out the other one, though. Yeah, I definitely need to. You may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, Chad. Uh, it's uh, Eric Levine, and I'm sitting here with your boy, Tim Labatsky from uh, Patriot Owned Business. He's on the podcast right now. And we got in a little tiff because uh, this part is actually on my show right now. So um, it's not live. I will be able to edit this, but I just want you to know, I had told him that you told me at one point that you was going to get me a Chad Prather cowboy hat. And he said, he told me the same thing. So if you get one before he does, meaning me, 
that there was going to be a problem. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to having you on the show soon and wearing my hat in front of him on the show so he knows that you love me more than him. What do you think about that, Tim? Yeah, see, I haven't had to dispute on that because I had to buy my own hat. And I thought we had a bromance, Yeah, me and Chad, which this is going to you right now. And oh, Disappointment. Disappointment. I mean, he did sing to you, but maybe it's just the one night. He did. Thing. I maybe think it was one night. You know, it's probably because I didn't reciprocate it. Yeah. So maybe I should probably sing him a song. I. I that's probably pay. that's would, probably what it is. I would pay to hear that. I have a Clint Black guitar at the house. I can you can play? strum that boy up. Oh shit! I can't play. And I, I like, can't. I can't play nothing. I I like to sing in the car. I can play but, nothing, but <laughs> Chad can sing. Yes. Surprisingly. Oh, amazing. Because he isn't funny. No. No. Not really. Not really. So. I mean, like we even said, he's, you know, he's a little. Yeah. That's okay. But that's okay. I mean. He's cute. He's still my brother, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a hottie. Yeah. Every woman I've ever talked to (laughs) is like, oh, my God, he's so hot. All right. All right, Chad. Yeah. Anyway. Love um, you, brother. Yeah. Just love you. Make sure you bring a cowboy hat for me and not I love you more, uh, by the way. No. (laughs) <laughs> later bud <laughs> he's gonna love that oh yeah i'm sure i'll probably get a call here in a little bit you asshole i know right <laughs> but i am so happy this is the first time i ever tried that i didn't know it was going to come through in the headphones that was awesome so i'm pretty pumped about that let's let's call it dominoes <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know here's here's a kind of a funny story for you so when when I started getting into, you know, meeting Chad and going through that. So we have an event. Is this before he's running for governor? Uh, this was, no, this is at the very beginning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he comes and speaks or he offered out of the goodness of his heart and his crew to come speak at an event that we had here in Arlington at Gilligan's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, huge event. So, we set it up and we're inviting it. Am I too far back? No, I'm just, that's what I was checking. It I can looks, move up. No, it looks like you're in frame. Yeah, okay. You, you should be good. So Nobody we invite to all see these people. Yeah. It'll be that frame just anyway. Just go like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all these people are wanting to come out and see Chad. You would never imagine how many women just absolutely adore him. I'm sure, I mean, I'm it's, sure there's some men, too. So, Well, that's true. <laughs> but you wouldn't even believe, like, the outpouring. Even people I know personally that I've known for years. Oh, thank you. It's like, hey, uh, Chad Prather's, you know, going to come to this thing. Oh, my God, is Chad Prather? No shit. I'm like, yeah, you know, he's old, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's our age. But, yeah, he's yeah. he's got a following, man. Yeah, he does. I mean, we have yeah. one friend that's a really good friend who's been trying to come out and come out. And finally, uh, actually, I think it was at that event. I said, hey, Chad, I got, would you talk, you know, say hi to, you know, our friend that couldn't make it. Yeah. I still hear about that today. She's like, oh, do you remember that time when I talked to Chad on your phone? Oh, my God. Oh, it's it's insane. Do you want to hear? Uh, you know, it's when you see stuff like that, you kind of sit back and go. You know, that's cool and all, but yeah, it's not that cool, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's here's cool my shit. what do they call it? Six degrees of se- separation of Kevin Bacon or something like that. The Kevin Bacon effect, whatever. Oh it is. yes, yes. So here I am, my buddy that Chris Hatchett. I always give him a shout out. Um, 
he taught me everything that comes with the editing part of this. I mean, he's a, he's a director. That's what he does. That's his fucking, his bag. Um, and we met, uh, for a nonprofit called Hallie's heroes. So shout out to Hallie's heroes. Um, she had a, a very rare, um, disease that is curable, but the problem is it's like getting a bone marrow match type thing. You know, it's one in a fucking billion or whatever it is. But the whole premise of Hallie's heroes is, um, get swabbed, see if you're a match. Like that's what they do because you could save a kid because it literally is a cure for the child. And it's a great cause. Well, Hallie had this really rare disease. Um, and we were shooting a music video with uh, Pink songs on there. It was the, the artist. Um, and we basically copied her style of videos for those two songs. And uh, I got to play dress up and all that stuff. And uh, ours was the Alice in Wonderland style video that she does. And they Disney sent all the costumes for it and everything. And Chris was the director. He did the whole thing pro bono, you know, just a good dude. Wow. Um, and I think he's an army vet, by the way. Uh, yeah. So Chris did this, um, this video and, uh, that's how him and I got to be friends. And then when I started talking about maybe doing a podcast, he took me under his wing and he, remotely through FaceTime most of the time was like, tell me, okay, now do this, now do that. You know? So I was learning. And, uh, anyway, um, where was I going with that? Fuck. I don't even remember now. No, I got not, going down. This is not my show. I know. I started going down this road. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got going down should this do worship a, Chris thing. Should we do a disclaimer? No, no. What were we talking about right before that? It's two cops, one donut, by the way. I know I'm an idiot. What the fuck were we talking about? It started out with Chad's following. Chad's following. And then with all the honeys wanting to be Chad Prather. Yes. And then we went down that road. And then I'm trying to connect the dots. Why did I start talking about Hallie's here? Two plus two is four. Yes. I'm so dumb. <laughs> God, what the fuck was I talking about? Should he pour himself another one or no shit? I'm not even drunk yet. Um no, why hey, did this I go down is there? this is America? Bourbon's yeah, fault. American bourbon got my memory <laughs> jacked. I was going down that path for a reason. I've never seen anybody, and this is nothing against you, but just going full fledged, and I'm listening to like lost my train of thought. Where was I going? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> hey, it happens. That's either it where happens. people love me or hate me because I'm just, I'm an idiot. So <laughs> uh, I was going down that path for a reason, and I just cannot think of why. We did the pink video. Yeah. Um, Chris taught me how to do this stuff. It was for a cause. It was for a cause. Oh, yes. Oh, see? Yeah, no, ding, 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 ding. Yes. So I, I called Chris, and I'm like, hey, I'm doing the podcast. He teaches me this stuff. And he's like, uh, what guests do you have lined up? You know, telling him all this stuff. And he goes, my friend, Chad Prather, I had done, he had done some work for Chad in the past. He said, uh, he would be a good guest for you to have. He's like, you want me to introduce you? I was like, yeah, dude, that'd be cool. So through Chris, I met Chad. That's how I met Chad. Small world, same exact day. His, at the time, road manager, I don't know what you call her. Um, Allison. Allison, yep. yeah. She, her kid goes to my kid's school, 
And our kids, our friends, and another mutual friend, they grew up together. So they find out about the podcast and she's like, you should have Chad Prather on. My friend is his manager or whatever the hell she is. <laughs> and I was like, that's so weird. I'm talking to my buddy Chris and we're on a two-way chat right now with Chad. It's already happening. Chad's like, yeah, sure, I'll be on the podcast. And this is why he was running for governor and all that. So the whole point that I was going to have him on was like, okay, if you make governor, like, what do you think police are doing well now? What do you think there needs to be work? What are the things police can expect if you make governor? Like, what are, you know, just trying to go down that path. And um, we weren't able to, you know, he was so fucking busy. And oh, and I, yeah. I'm not a pressure guy. I'm just like, hey, cool. You said you'd do it. Let me know when. You know, and uh, I would hit him up every once in a while, like, hey, you got any free time? And he'd always respond eventually, like, nah, I got this going on. Cool. Well, um, then I meet POB. That's me. And, yeah, you. And I start telling you I'm trying to get you on the podcast. And I'm like, uh, I think actually when I started trying to get you on the podcast, I was like kind of in that. I was starting to establish a habit. Like I was, you know, I was regularly putting out, but still trying to figure out what I was doing necessarily. Regularly putting out. Regularly. Regularly putting out. I like that. Yeah. You know, my wife's like, you're not regularly putting out shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, trying to get you on. She should meet Shannon. Yeah. And what was funny was you were like, yeah, I'll do it only if I can do it in person. I'm like, okay, no remote. Good enough. And then. We we're trying to work it out, and then I think you had to cancel once because of COVID or something. And then, uh, yeah, I got all excited about it, and I was like, and it's kind of a funny side story. So, not that COVID's not real, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, I went to actually a maskless COVID rally, and I spoke there. Uh-huh. Two days later, I was gone. Oh, that's I hilarious. Was like, oh, my God. I think I actually have COVID. Yeah, that's it was, funny. It was it was way messed up. Shannon karma, bitch. still laughs at that. That's what you She's get. like, your ass was down for two weeks because you were talking shit. Yep, you, pre- you like, pressured the COVID gods, and they so they heard your yes. cry. And that's I've never really spoke about that because I don't want them to dig up the video of me standing there going, you know, this is all crap. You know, whatever yeah. I'd said. I mean, I was very big into yeah. like pushing it, and then two days later, I was like, oh, I'm really sick. <laughs> So, do you change your stance? No. After having it? No. Okay. Not one bit. Okay. So, I, your, your argument wasn't that COVID's not a thing. Your argument was more like... Why why try to, quote, unquote, protect me from something that I'll probably get anyways? Yeah. I've got the cold. I've had the flu. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. You know? Not that I'm the healthiest person in the world. Right. Obviously. Yeah. But everybody gets sick. Mm-hmm. Don't try to tell me what I need to do to prevent it, which obviously wasn't not working. Political ain't working. Yeah, all these people now are getting sick that have went and got so many booster shots. Hey, I got that I got every shot them in their butthole. I got every shot available, even the butthole shot. <laughs> I'm the type. Well, here's the thing. One, I'm well, I'm military, so. I got to get every shot that's out there anyway. Anthrax right. shot. Where you stand in all, line. All that shit. Yeah, yeah. I passed out. But they still should make a deal about it. If you want to do it, you'd, yeah. you'd be you, boo-boo. Yeah. You now, know. if it, 
So here's where I, 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 I'll, I usually present an argument to my friends. What if it was Ebola that was spreading? That's, that's like 98% of the time you're going to die. It's going to kill you and it's going to kill everybody around you. Like there's, there's different levels. And I think at the beginning they needed to, they needed to give us some sort of realistic level. Is this Ebola level or there is was, this flu level? There was never a level. There wasn't. You know, like I, me and Shannon used to kind of laugh about this. It's like if they had came out and said, hey, if you walk outside your house right now without a mask on, your arm's going to fall off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to wear a mask. Yeah. But telling me that, oh, yeah, there's this disease going around. You might get sick. You might not. You may get a cough. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask. No. Yeah. I'm not. You're basically giving me the symptoms for a cold. Yeah. I've had, I'm 50, 37 years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've had, that's a lie, by the way. Yeah. But I've had plenty of cold. Obviously. I have, yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of miles, guys. Yeah. A lot of miles. <laughs> uh, plenty of flus. Always recovered. Yeah. You know, there's never been a point in my life where I've been sick, where I'm like, oh, my God, I got to do something. Yeah. Now, to this fact, when I was sick, it got pretty bad. But, hey, look, here I am. Yeah, I had to take breathing treatments. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, the, I had, like, the first round of COVID. I, I was one of the first people to get it. I mean, I had it in... End of November, early December of, was it 2020 or maybe 2019, whatever, transitioned. I think it was 2020, transitioning into 2021. Yep. Um, I was fucked up. I Hey, it'll put a, it'll put a number on you. Yeah. And I was fit. I mean, I was in the, like, I, yeah, I was prime. Like I was not necessarily bodybuilding, but if you watch the podcast, like the very first couple episodes, like God damn, Levine, your arms are pretty jacked in that one. Yeah, this one. guy was cut. Not now, but um, <laughs> I gave up on this. I got post COVID, so I just <laughs> right. quit. Yeah, um, where the brain don't work. Yeah, it's all foggy, obviously, and um, <laughs> right. can't keep track of my own train of thought. But I ended up getting just, just dominated that first time to the point where. I had to go to the hospital and they gave me the breathing treatments and they put me in some sort of steroid. When I got home, I was like, I got to do a thousand pushups right now. I feel amazing. I'm mowing not and, just our yard, the and, whole neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. I was on such a high. And not with a push mower, but with scissors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was jacked off of whatever they gave me. I just remember I didn't sleep. Like I got home. I was probably at the hospital. All day, literally, probably 12 hours I was there, you know, doing the breathing treatments, all that stuff. And they tell me all the stuff they're giving me. And I get home and I'm like, I got an appetite now. I'm going to eat. I'm going to start cleaning the house. And it's like three in the morning. I was like, what are you doing up still? I'm like, well, I need to play Zelda. I need to do this stuff. Like, she's like, you don't, even, you don't even play video games. I was like, I'm playing. I am now. Yeah. So I was juiced, man. But then, you know, I got, I got the Vax. All of them, all of them, because I had to anyway, military, like they're like, get it or get the fuck out. And like, I'm already a science experiment for the military, so I don't care. Everybody was like, I'm not getting it. Yeah. I had the research. We're going to chop your leg off. Yeah. We got to see where your feet came from. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm like, I don't give a shit. Whatever. Right. Sign the dotted Just line. Point those four fingers four fingers at me yeah there's certain things i agreed to do that i just accept and being a first responder being a frontline person i get sick before everybody else it's just how it's going to be it's an accepted risk and when i got got the covid um the, the rona you know i was like whatever shot you My have corona whatever shot you have that you think's going to help me like mitigate these symptoms i'll take it i don't care I don't, I'm not a doctor, so I don't question shit. And maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. That's an argument for another time, but I just shut up in color. That's my role. (laughs) Shut up in color. (laughs) That's what I do. You know, and it's, it's completely up to the, you know, the individual, your individual. Yeah. Like I never have. Yeah. But you and I are not sitting here arguing about, you got to get it. No, you don't have to get it. Right. You do, you do you boo boo. Yeah, exactly. I, I have no control. Over what you do mm-hmm. in your life. You know, if you want to do it, great. If I don't want to, great. Yeah. You know, if I die from it, well, it's your that's choice. my bad. Yeah, it's your you know? choice. I, right. I'm a big, big supporter of that. Now, I don't have to agree I mean, the with biggest, your choice, but. Well, and the biggest part about that is even, like, in grade school, we all had to get shots. Mm-hmm. You know, they've changed, you know, over the years. This is really no different. Do you have the scar? No, I don't oh, have the scar. I gotta hide that. <laughs> no, no, my scar? dad, my dad does. Yeah, that little that circle. Yes, yeah, yep. yeah. I remember my grandparents, my mom. They all had it, but I guess they changed that shot. So it's just, we all get that shot. I don't know which one it is, but they obviously don't need yep. to do whatever they did to cause a scar. Anymore. Yeah, to make that round circle uh-huh. on your arm. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think my dad. My dad has it. I don't think my mom does, but my dad does. Mm. When I went, but that was when he went. Yeah, when I went down the 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 shot belt or the whatever you want to call it, you have nurses on both sides of you. Just yeah, that's how my mom and dad met. I I ate shit. I went straight down. They hit me. I swear to God, to this day, I heard the liquid when they injected me in my ear, (laughs) and they were shooting me in the arm. And I'm not like shots didn't bother me. Like it wasn't a thing. You know, I'm 20 at that time. I was 23 when I got in the military. I was a little older. And um, I just fucking on my face. Now, I attribute it to dehydration, lack of eating, lack of sleep. There's a lot of factors going against me in boot camp. But when they gave me those shots, I just ate shit. I wake up. I'm in a chair. The nurses look pissed off like I. I ruined their day. Like I could control it. And um, I'm like, what the hell happened? And they're like, you passed out. I'm like, oh, and they're like, we got to give you some. Like they hadn't even. I'm a man. They hadn't even finished giving me shots yet. And they're like, well, we got to give you some more shots, but you need to drink this juice first. So I'm like, okay, well, fucking whatever (laughs) calories I could get at the time. I was like, I'll take them. So they're giving me orange juice and stuff. And I'm like, why didn't you give me the shots while I was passed out? Look, we're not allowed to. That's stupid. That's the time to give me the shots. Yeah, I allow you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because I'm. That's going to be when you're the most relaxed. Your muscles aren't going to be tightened up, and and I, you won't know. And I won't know any better anyway. Fuckers. That's how my dad uh, met my mom. Yeah, she was a uh, army nurse, and my dad had to go through. That was during Vietnam. Okay. So he had to go through two lines. Yeah. You know, and that's how they met. She was the one that went. 
damn. Actually, like she may have been the one that gave him the those old pneumatic circle. guns. Oh yeah, just yeah. I I don't know if they still use those or not. I my memory's so bad. I don't know if they used those on us when I went through. I don't remember. I don't know if they just had syringes in their hand or if they had the those little the air, guns. Yeah, the little guns. And my sons never told me of what they had to go through for that. Yeah. Which Vietnam would have been, mm-hmm. you know, 8,000 yeah. shots. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because you, you got mosquitoes and everything. Malaria, everything. blah, blah. Agent Orange, blah. whatever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I met my mom. And that's yeah. how I'm here. Nice. Dad's yep. still alive? He is. Is he? Yep. Nice. Is honorary and angry and as ever. Was he drafted or did he sign up? He had a choice. The smart ones, I, I from my understanding, a lot of them are like, I see the writing on the wall, I'm going to sign up for the Air Force, or I'm going to sign up for the Navy. <laughs> he had... Now, I don't have the whole backstory. Uh-huh. Now, this is coming from my grandfather that did like a ton of stuff during World War II we didn't know about. Yeah. My dad may have not been the most upstanding citizen in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was back during the time where it was. So maybe the judge kind of gave you a choice. You can go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> or on your father's request, you can go to the Army. Yeah. My dad chose to okay. go to the Army. Yeah. Yep. In Detroit, that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah I, just, every, I think everybody in Detroit needs to go to the Army. <laughs> yeah. I just got back from Detroit. I was there two, three weeks ago. Is it still a city? Or? Um, it's a lot like RoboCop, like you remember. I do. Yeah. I I remember went, going to a Detroit Tigers baseball game and hearing gunshots. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Did you go to <laughs> the, the way they Stadium or did you go to Comerica? Uh, I've actually been to both. Yeah. I went to Tiger Stadium where as you're walking up the thing, mm-hmm. there's people bumming money. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, all right, eighth inning, it's getting dark, we're out. Yeah. Yeah. I love that they have the baseball stadium and the football stadium right next to each other now. They should. It's fucking awesome. They need the basketball stadium right there, too. They might as well because then you can do a loop for begging yeah, for money. Might as well. Yeah. Detroit's terrible. Yeah. I As much as they try to brag about it, like, it's on the rebound. It's coming back. Like, no name. There's actually a video online. I was at this game, uh, a Tigers game. Where the announcer, somebody hit home run. The announcer's like, oh, great home run. You get to see the backdrop of Detroit. And the other announcer goes, it's all abandoned. <laughs> and it was. There was nothing there. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad. I, You know, when I was there, I was there for an officer's funeral. Um, and I, I never stopped recruiting ever because I love where I work. So I was like... Stealing a bunch of Detroit officers and like, you know, you guys are looking to get, you know, appreciated and paid for what you do <laughs> for a place that's the same cost of living. Come on down. Because Detroit, I think post or pre nine eleven, they were like at on one point five, one point seven million, somewhere in there. They're at like five hundred and fifty thousand now. Oh yeah. Detroit it's is nuts. Gone. Yeah. Gone. Insane. And the ones that remain behind and this is generally speaking but it's the ones that couldn't escape so fuck. Yeah. yeah my i have a lot of family that lives in that direct area yeah and i live there and it's just you get to a point i've never been 
in a city before where when you hit one street, mm-hmm. you know you went too far. Oh, for sure. So yeah. they're like, oh, wait, we're at uh, 12 mile in Utica. <laughs> yeah. Whoop, turn around. Yeah. We can't go this way. I can tell you all the eight mile signs are still there now. Like people must have stopped stealing them. <laughs> well, because when, when I was there, there was. They can't figure out how to burn them. Yeah. yeah that's right? the problem. I remember when that movie Eight Mile came out with Eminem, and I still lived in Michigan at the time. And you'd go down and you'd be like, "Oh, you're at Seven Mile. You're at you're at Nine Mile in you, Michigan Ave." Yeah, yeah. All of the signs but, would be stolen everywhere you go. People were taking the, the Eight Mile signs. Like they had, um, like when I lived there, and you should you probably know this is there used to be a big thing to go from Detroit to Windsor. Yeah. You know, everybody crossed the border because you could drink. Yeah. Pull that mic towards you. You and, can lean back. Yeah. Oh, just pull the there mic we go. Towards you. Yeah. Um, so we would always go to Windsor. Yeah. You know, yeah. to party. Yeah. Whatever. Before you needed a passport. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. And you come back. Oh, yeah. You just, where yeah. are you from? America. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Bye. Yeah. And then Detroit started to get even worse where you couldn't even go to Windsor because you had to use the tunnel. Yeah. Or the bridge. Yeah. So you wouldn't even go to Windsor anymore mm-hmm. because of how bad Detroit was. Right. I mean, it was. We would rent. Uh, we would rent like a party bus. That was the way to go. Oh, dude. dude yeah. No worry. Yeah. We would get, you know, 12, 15 of us and we would just rent a party bus because you get that many people together. You're a little packed, but one, you get to drink the whole way there and yep. back. And two, it's. Way cheaper ends up being way cheaper because you got so many people and customs doesn't jack with you nearly as much. They just they know what you're doing and they know you're local. You're not some out of stater. Yeah, they could tell. I'm from I'm from Michigan. (laughs) Yes, yeah. We got thrown out, not out of Canada necessarily, but we got thrown out of a bar. My buddy, I remember this specifically. We were wasted. Don't get me wrong. Everybody has everybody has a Canada story. Yeah, we were, that's from that area, by the way. But my buddy ordered two shots of Captain Morgan of all things. Weird thing to get a shot of, but he orders a shot of in exactly. See that face you made? That's the exact face he made when he took the shot. And the bartender, you're out. You're drunk, and and kicked us out of the bar because he grimaced from a shot. <laughs> I was like, God. you ordered captain. I kind of get it. Like, I took the other shot. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, we got yeah we got kicked out of the bar there. So was that in Canada? Yeah, yeah. Windsor. Yeah, we were we were in Windsor. Yeah, Windsor. Molson yeah. Ice, baby. Ooh, yeah, Molson. I liked. Um, if I drink beer, there's another Canadian beer. What the fuck was it called? Maybe it was Molson. Yeah, Molson had like four different. Yeah, versions. Me, I gotta look at the back in my day. Now I sound like the old man on the porch. Back right. in my day, Canadian beers. You Let's did, see, uh, is Bass Canadian? Uh, Labatt. That's what I was thinking. Of. Oh, that's funny. My last name's Labatsky. Yeah, I liked Labatt Blue. That's yep. what I would drink when I go over there. They actually had an ice, also. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but that. Yeah, that was the one. That was what I think. You know what? I need to find that beer now that I think about it. I haven't had that since I was probably in my 21. Like everybody else. <laughs> with my teeth. Yeah. Well, I only need to be 19 to drink over there. So. Yep. Yeah. Well, even if that. If that, yeah. Just show up. Yep. You know, how old are you? 19, but you're wearing a diaper. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm good. I got an American ID. Yeah. Right. Don't Here's a flag. That. Yeah. Come on in. Yeah. I'd wear my Maple Leafs jersey. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was a huge Maple Leafs fan. Really? Oh, On my On that God. side of Detroit and not being no, a Red Wings fan? No, I was a Red Wings fan. Don't get me wrong. But Maple Leafs were my backup team. Like, I, I love the rivalry. Isn't that, like, a completely against the law in Michigan to either be a Red Wings fan and then cheer for a Canadian team? It might, yes. My <laughs> thing was, if I was going to cheer for any other team, it was always the Maple Leafs. And the main reason was because of Felix Potvin and Ty Domi. Those two players alone. Felix Potvin was their goalie. They called him the cat. He was just... I loved goalies back then. I thought he was the shit. And then Ty Domi was like five foot five and would fight anybody, including Bob Probert. And that was my favorite fight. Ever. Now that's a big deal because Bob Probert was just yes. that's all he did. Yes. And I'm gonna fought, go on the ice and I'm just gonna hit knock the shit yeah, out. Yeah, I'm gonna sniff eighteen kilos of cocaine and then I'm gonna go play hockey. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was Probert in a nutshell. In he, that's that's insane that you say that because we went to when I years ago I worked for Chrysler, mm-hmm. which in Detroit. Yeah, so we would go and do it's the one auto of the few shows. that survived. Yes, and we went to a couple of parties after the Red Wings games and Bob Probert and Iserman. And yeah, all the you know what was the other ones guy. He had Fedorov, Coffee. Fedorov was good. Ninety one, he was yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, and, Igor then, and then the white guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were all there and Bob Probert was at the bar buying shots for everybody across the bar. And he got so wasted. kind of like what you're just saying now mm-hmm. is as he was walking out and people, his people were trying to carry him out. He was headbutting everybody on his way out the door. <laughs> and there was Red Wings fans that wanted him to Didn't do that. Him. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, I wouldn't and it was it, I'm out. Yeah, if you want to get headbutt by Bob Probert, you go right ahead. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of calloused bone behind that. Uh, yes, yeah. that's the craziest scene I ever seen in in yeah. Detroit. Yeah, with that, I mean, they were just fans instead of going, "Hey, will you sign this?" For those that don't it's know, like, headbutt yeah. me. Yeah, if you don't know Bob Probert, like he was the he was the enforcer of enforcers. If you look at any hockey fights. This is usually in the top five of best fights ever. And he's all five of them. And he's all five of them because he just, it, there's no ducking punches. There's no, it's just, <laughs> okay, you punch, I punch, you punch, I punch. Yep. And whoever's standing at the end is the winner. And it didn't matter if you were another hockey player, a referee, or a goalie. Yep. I mean, he was swinging. He'll fight anybody. Yes. Yeah. I love pro. I mean, yeah. even fighting his fans yep. to headbutt them as <laughs> yep. he leaves a bar. Yep. In hockey skill, he wasn't. Great. He was terrible. Yeah, he wasn't good at all. But no, he would protect your 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 goal scorers, and you know, every once in a while, he'd manage to poke one in. Yeah, so. Right, he's like had one, maybe one goal a year, and eight hundred and forty penalty. <laughs> yeah, <minutes. laughs> yeah, in two games because he yeah. got suspended for the rest. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Bob Probert. Yeah, Probert was. I think there's a Netflix special about Probert actually. There is. Yeah. I actually watched yeah, that. I think I watched it. I, I and can't. I think he was drunk through the whole thing. Is he? He's not still alive, I don't think. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Oh, shit. I hope he doesn't see this. All right. Hey, this is nothing. To, hey, yeah. go wings. Yeah. Yeah. 
the ways they. I got an octopus out in the truck. Yeah, We're right. good. Yeah, they've, man, they've made the playoffs like thirty years in a row, all of my childhood, and I become an adult, and then they just decide to quit playing hockey. Oh, it's fuckers. That was Detroit's. That was actually Michigan's. Yeah. staple was the Red Wings. Yeah, you know everybody knew who Detroit yeah. Red Wings were, and you could go past. I mean, even you and I being here in Texas, you can find people and go, "Hey, you know, you know, who's the hockey team in Detroit? Oh, it's the Red Wings." Yeah, everybody you know, knows. I know Iserman, and you know, of course, yeah. everybody knows Iserman. But yep, and now it's just yep, it's like they're the mm-hmm. uh, Detroit Lions now. Well, oh, don't oh. say that. They're not the Detroit Lions. <laughs> the Detroit Lions have never won anything. Oh, they're getting there. They want a new stadium. They're good. I mean, come on. Another, they just have a newer place to lose in. You know, hey, look, we got this billion-dollar stadium. What are we going to do this year? Lose. One and 15. Yeah. There's Detroit. Yeah. They, I tell anybody, like, you think you're a fan. Be a Lions fan. be a Lions fan if you want to be a true professional football player it's being a Detroit Lions fan yeah go ahead tell me how your team hasn't won the play especially these Dallas Cowboy fans oh shit oh my god I'm breaking something did you knock down my my battery for my about to get kicked out that's all right. you ain't getting kicked out I'm leaning back too far you're fine Uh, let me see I'm trying to be cool no you're in frame you're good but um, well, let's. Uh, how long do you think we've been going? <laughs> Hold on. No, don't let you fall. How we've long do you think? How long for, does it feel? I don't know. What do you think? Hour and a half. I know how long we've been going. Two hours, sir. Really? It goes quick, doesn't it? Wow. Yeah. And hey, pob is a thing. Yeah. Really, I swear. Yeah. So that's that's what I was going to get to. I was. Uh, is there any? Tell people how to find you for one. It's actually really easy. Patriot-owned businesses is across, you know, every social media. So TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And online. We have a website. And your own website. Yep. Um, If you have a business and you feel like you fit into those categories for what Patriot-owned business is, you can go to their website, add yourself in. I think there's an approval process. There is. You know what the best part is, though? Is to get on to what we have now, it's free. Nice. Like zero dollars. Yeah. It's free. And it's what I like about it is it's a a community of support. That's really all it is. Yes. Everybody, you know, if you're a small business owner, you know the struggle. I know the struggle. Um, And it's cool to everybody supports everybody. Um, Even if, and this is what I explained People are like, you've had other, other podcast people on there. Like, aren't you afraid they're going to take away from your audience? No, I don't give a shit. Like, if they have something good to say, I want it out there. It's not taking, you're not taking from me by me sharing that we both do two similar things. Even if right. our, even if your podcast was exactly what I do. Like, if you're another roofing company, two roofing companies fighting against each other. Like, you, there are so many roofs out there. We can't do them all, man. We cannot do them all. So you're not taking anything from anybody. No, and if you look at it, and we've we've said this to even other people that, okay, there's a roofing company in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. There's one in Texas. But you live in Oklahoma and have a rental in Texas. Yeah. And this Oklahoma roofing company says, hey, 
POB has this roofing company in Frisco where you live now, call them. Yeah. That doesn't hurt that Oklahoma business. It helps them. Yeah. You know, post, post, post. That's what it's for. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, and and that's, it's, that's... it's the biggest thing about POB is to bring people together, yep. to network, yep. business to business, business to individual, mm-hmm. individual to individual. It, it just shows that you're not out there by yourself. Yes. That we are all in this together. Yep. Support somebody that will support what you want. Yeah. You know, it's it's simple. It's a simple process mm-hmm. that we came up with that follow it. And again, it's free. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things that I push on the newer cops. I'm like, you need to reach out to your small businesses. It's like, it's going to be hard for you to get to know a Walmart because you're going to have a ton of different managers all different times a day it's going to be hard for you to get to personally know your walmart people your best buy people or or whatever it is you'll get to know your loss prevention guys really well so get to know those right i was like but the important part is getting to know your small business go go to them talk to them find out because a lot of times these small businesses they have information they have crimes they have these things that they just they didn't feel it was worth reporting and making a but your job as the officer is to create that connection with them and show them the importance of reporting those crimes. Um, I had one in, uh, in particular, their firewood was being taken. They have, they had a, they have a, 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 barbecue a, a, place. a wood oven fireplace type thing going on. Um, and their wood was being stolen, but they weren't reporting it because it, Ultimately, it wasn't a huge loss to them that, you know, the, the cost of it anyway. And uh, they just didn't feel like they would. It, for them, it's an insurance thing. So they're like, it's not worth reporting because the insurance deductible is more than what we're going to get back. So they just call it a wash. Well, I go into the store and I'm like, yeah, I hit things in the restaurant. Like, How are things going? They're like, oh, good. We just had somebody stealing our wood lately. And I'm like, what's the report number? Tell me, you know, I'll start digging into it. And they're like, oh, we didn't report it. And I'm like, why did you not report this? Right. It's like, listen, here's here's how it works. And for any business owners out there listening that are going to eventually hear this, this is how it works for police department. You report it. Well, a citizen down the road in a different house where this guy also broke into, now we put a trend together. Now we got an MO. Oh, he stole the wood from this guy's house and he stole the wood from your restaurant. He's, you know, four blocks away, they stole firewood from over there too. Now we got a trend, but at this one house that happened to be a car, a red car, and then, well, guess what? At this house, it was also a red car. Now we can associate that red car with your two places and your restaurant. Those stats, even though it seems like it's in, insignificant to you, they do add up and they do matter. So for my businesses and police officers, go out there, talk to your small business. You're going to find out good information that you wouldn't have got any other way if you think everybody's out there reporting crimes they're not because these are some of the factors you need to consider so go out talk to your businesses build those relationships good healthy cities have good working relationships with small businesses the community and the police that's my three pillars for that um i've said this several times on the one sector we're about done oh okay yeah um i was you know i've said it's uh important those are the three pillars politicians they, give or take, I don't think they really play a role, but 
other than that, brother, so those that's how people can reach you. They go yep. out to all those social medias. They can get on your webpage. They can join. Is there any other parting words that you have? I mean, it's patriotownedbusinesses.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook, any of the other ones, just go Patriot Owned Businesses. It'll pop up. It'll have our logo. Oh, on your hat. Here. I was going to say, right on your hat. Wherever it is. There you go. If you don't see that, it ain't us. Okay. Simple. That works. Well, I appreciate yep. you being on, brother. Man, absolutely. This is awesome. It's fun, ain't it? Yes. It goes by quick. We got to do it again. Absolutely. Appreciate I'm going to come it. out here and see Chad here pretty quick. Okay. Sounds good, man. Awesome, brother. Later. Later.